cliffcentral.com Yo, I put it like wow, this that sound These old flow work hard like me, I hope they know by now Bayo Bam, stand my ground Throw these money trees, go overseas like Percy Tao I make sure you stay around, quiet when I'm under loud No negatives allowed, me positivity took a vow I always play to win Anticipate loss. Mind always in the clown, my boy. Never think about the drop. Never, ever, ever think about the drop. Welcome to it, sports fans. It is the MKT show, and it is a Thursday. Uh, it's the day before you have to do a fake meeting uh, with your real friends uh, or people you just met in a sales meeting, and you think, ah, oh, he's got a cool vibe. Tomorrow you get to do that fake meeting at around 2:30 Central African time, and the weather is about right. Um, I'm MKT. I'm not alone. Let's just get straight into it today. I'm with Senzo Sitebe. Yes, He's buddy. looking good. How are you feeling? I don't know how you're feeling, no, but you feel. You, right. you certainly look good. I want to assure you 99.9% you look good. Danko, Nyabonga. Thank you very much, man. Mm. Uh, no, man. I'm, I'm good. Mm. I'm good. Trucking on, surviving. I like your hoodie, my man. Thank yeah. you. I like yours. No, Rick and Morty. No, no one's, no one's tip top, that one. Yeah. Rick and Morty. See, we, we, it's just, there's a good vibe. You there's good energy. Is. You know what it is. You know what I mean. For Friday, as they say. So what's news? What's happening on social media? Just uh, out of like, like not, not not as a segment, but I mean, well, what's going on in the streets now? Uh, I mean, a legend got fired off radio yesterday. I'm, oh, yeah, I'm looking man, forward yeah. to hearing what happened to yeah, her man, there it's, it's, in South Africa. It's just wild, bro. What yeah. else is happening, dude? Um, uh, Uncle Waffles. Uh, I'll just give you some trending, trending, trending things on South African Twitter on the Twitter yes. streets. So Silk Talk. Yes. Uncle Waffles. Hashtag Oli. Don't block it out. Wayne Rooney. FIFA. Morty, Vosinova, Burger King, The Wife Show Max, Nasfas. Burger King, what's happening there? Let's see. Let's. I just, mean, let's have a squiz. Okay, is it? Uh, hopefully, it's some good stuff. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't eat Burger King, but I like to know what's what. Uh, James, you eat Burger King? I can't really hear no, you. It's there. just people. Just... Oh, that's on me. Sorry. Yeah. Um, no, I, I used to not anymore. When did you start? Um, not that long ago. I actually also don't eat McDonald's anymore. That's good. That's. Mm. I mean, well, for whatever reason you stopped, but that's good. Because health is important. Yeah. yeah I mean, you're not really breaking news to anyone who's a grown up there. But um, so you're rocking uh, the Liverpool shirt today, Jamsa. I am. New one, old one. Is that the new one? It is the twenty twenty one home kit. The brand new one, huh? Yeah. That's the best kit you got. That nonsense. That's a cricket kit, which you guys say is swag. Uh, Senzo loves it as well. If I only think... it was the the same kit that we beat Man United five 0 in. That'd be oh cool. God! But... I mean, look now what you've done. Sure. I mean, Senzo, that's we're having a good day, and then you had you... to go. You had to. Hey. You had to go down there. I I didn't, but I didn't say that. That was all James. You know what I mean? Oh, James, why did you have to bring that up now? Are you suggesting? Who you, uh, are you suggesting that's going to happen to Man United again because they're playing Man City this weekend, aren't they? No, no, no. Who... Watford. <laughs> oh, Watford. Sorry. Oh, oh that's tough pretty much the same thing. For Race me, to the know. bottom. I hear you. It's Sorry? tough. What's that? Why are you doing? Why are you making those old man sounds where, like you're reading a newspaper? You, 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 you know how <laughs> Basically, people... I'm reading a newspaper. <clears throat> <clears throat> you, you, you know how Bullies do that. There's the classic. They, they, they do this one here. <clears throat> They're trying to get your attention to make them tea or something. Oh, that is. And then it's in this. <clears throat> Morning Leaf. <laughs> oh, that's a very personal story, James. 
that doesn't happen in all of our household. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. James, you have to take you have to go there, naturally. <laughs> Now, James, I'm very well aware of your setup, so I know your stepdad or father wouldn't have been saying that because, so you've just now, you've obviously got that from somewhere, I don't want to say where, where that dynamic would exist, (laughs) for somebody to speak that language and say it like that, but shout out for you letting us into your personal life, but real thing, I think it's it's an international, and that one, it transcends borders, cultures, skin color, every dad does it. <clears throat> so you must understand, you know, in in a African household or a black person's household. Yes, because you don't have to be African to be black. Amen. True that. Um, so you sit. The, the, there's that chair. Or, or, or black to be African. Yeah, by the way. it's true. Yeah, there's, true. there's that chair. Yes. It's positioned. It's 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 prime 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 location. <laughs> you must know that chair. Only only one person sits in that chair. Yeah. Um, and then there's a t- small table next to it yeah. where the remotes and everything, yeah. they, they live here. Yeah. The paper's there. The heater or the fireplace is right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, <laughs> the drive. James, when you go to a black person's house, don't sit in that chair. Let don't me tell pe- you how, that, how deep that one runs. A lady who is a, a, like a, I take as an elder and, and somewhat of a mentor, she was involved in bringing CNN to South Africa. Mm-hmm. She's an alpha player. Mm. Even at her house, her husband sits in that chair. Obvious. There's no... We're not doing that new liberal... What about this? Uh, James, I don't know how it went in, in a white household. I never really picked up these trends. But in a black household, your mom always has her juice in the fridge. And you don't just, just... Because <laughs> I know you know the white people. Oh, Bruce, don't worry about it. There's some in the pantry. Don't even worry about it. No, no. Certain juice is... <laughs> and no matter how rich black people get, by the way. There's a certain juice. Oh, that's my mom's juice. But it, it, it happens in my household. My of mom, course. My mom's got the... So, there's my juice. Yeah. And my brother's juice. Yeah. And my dad's juice. Yeah. And then my mom's juice. Ah. Yeah. And she knows when somebody's dabbled in it. <laughs> she goes, hi, man. Yeah. And my, my dad sometimes, you know, goes to her like, pour a little yeah, bit. She yeah, goes, yeah. no, man. The weight's off here. Shut the weight. <laughs> the weight's off here. James, yeah, you have that in your household? Because white people, you can just... Also, you know, in white homes, it's like you're at a mate's house. Oh, bro, you just get a, get a sandwich in the fridge there at the back. Yeah, you open, whose fridge are you opening? You know what I'm saying? They, they just, white people are loose with it like that, eh? Don't open. Hey, black house. You know, and you know, if there's meat or something in the in the pot. Yeah. Bro, main event, you don't go to the main event. <laughs> main event is Thai and Drumstick. Dream Team, sorry, Dream Team. Mm. Thai and Drumstick Combo. Just stay far away from there. Unless you unless you buy groceries and you you are the breadwinner of the house, <laughs> leave that piece of meat alone. But James, for for white people, it's just hey, come in, bitch. Get yourself a kind of coke from the fridge. It's vibes, dude. Yes. Like there's Must obviously nice. like personal preference juices. Yeah. Like, don't drink that. That's mum's. Yeah. But it's not like a. It's not like it's in a in a in a law book where so, you're allowed to touch that or else. So, no, but can your like um, your girlfriends could just go in like, oh, it's my girlfriend, mom. Hey, whatever her name is, yeah, just get yourself help yourself. Yeah, at, at your parents' house. Yeah, yeah. We, we live in different worlds in this country, and I don't know if it's an international thing, but we live in different worlds. Like it just doesn't happen in black households that I know about. You don't just just if the parents are home, you don't just just. Yeah, it's you know, not your house, but it's even like like in my house, mm. like 
it's funny how it's translated because like when I have friends over or whatever, um, or there's like people at my house, I'm never like, can I pour you something to drink? Like you want something to drink, you know where the fridge is, you know where the cups are. Yeah. Like, so, so, but are you saying at your mom's house or your house? At, at my house, at my mom's house, it's, it's kind of the same thing really. I think we need to do a seminar on that because it is quite awkward when someone's parents are in the kitchen, regardless now the skin color. It's very awkward when someone's mom or dad are in the kitchen and you've now sent me at your house. Honestly, bro. Do you know, what do you know the situation? Yeah. Have you ever been caught in this situation? Like, oh, help yourself. No, I don't mind. Take two, man. And then no. now you're that guy and it's always like a juice or something and it's a milkshake with the juice. And now the dad's, even though they're wealthy, they kind of... Oh, they're like, how? Oh, how's it? How are you? Do you know my... <laughs> my exactly. Who, who, who's this guy? Do you know for me, the thing is... That's oh, a, also, sorry. White people who live in those massive houses as well, where the dad's like a golf guy. Uh-huh. And he'll just pop in. You know, you never really get to meet him. It's always uh-huh. the mom at home. Uh-huh. And you, like, I'm just talking about my younger days. And the dad, you'll just meet, you know, and you come through. I'm in the kitchen now. I'm making a sandwich in your palace. Uh, Bro, I was oh, at my geez. mate's house. Like, I used to go to my one mate's house, like, often, like, we're, like, one of my best mates. Bro, like, that guy just used to leave me and then he used to go, like, do his hair and stuff like that. The one time his dad yes! came home, his dad just came home and fetched on a Friday. Now I'm busy having drinks with his dad now. And, like, now, we, the weekend before, we threw a party. Yeah. And somebody hit the Johnny Blue. Uh, and we thought we were smart. Then we put bells in it. Hey, that time, man's come back from work on a Friday. Yeah. He just yeah. wants his thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he puts it. <laughs> no, man. This is not it. Oh, this boy. is definitely. And tough. now you're there. I'm there, dog. Alone. Alone. My mate is gone. His sister's not. His sister's got friends. I'm just like, fuck this guy. Just, you just put me in the mire. Yeah, that's the situation. So yeah. Also, please, white people, stop leaving us at your house if, you, if we're your mate, because that's the thing, right? Oh, bro, I'm just going to the shops. Don't worry about it. Just stay here. My, my but, mom's coming back now. What? But like, why, why would we need to stay there and hold your hand? Nah, like, d- d- James, James, I'm not going to send you at my house. My mom would whoop my ass firstly. Yes. If I, if I send a visitor to go give me stuff, my mom would be like, no and way. If bro. I just left you in my house with my mom, it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. It's uncomfortable, but like, just because we're mates or whatever, we don't have to, like, and we're at your house or my house. Yeah. Whatever. We don't have to be in the same space 24 Oh, well, no, 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 I'm, I'm, it's okay if you've gone to the bathroom, but you can't go to the, the, the liquor store and leave me there for 45 minutes. Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, I just popped into Cindy's place as well. Quick, I needed to pick up my PlayStation remote. And now here I am stuck. Where are you from? <laughs> answering, yeah. answering questions like you understand. To go to school together. Like, I, now I'm... Like, hey, Miss Ilsley, I, I just want to... you guys are overthinking No! <laughs> because you haven't lived this life he doesn't know the trauma of growing no, up in a black household no because and it shows because he's done it he's left his mates alone oh, with, you, with, you, with, you, with his no. mom and you know what guys as well you know in a black household there's a way to leave hmm. you, you like or at least my, in my household mom i'm leaving i'm just letting yeah, you know yeah, where yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. white guys with the keys in the mom i'm just going to crate see you just bye mm-hmm. leave dinner in the oven as well are you talking to your mom like that? Also, the thing is, That's they scary. don't say leave dinner in the oven as a black person and you don't come back and eat it. Yeah. See, th- these are important things. Again, no, seriously. white guys, they're getting into dating black girls now. So you need to know this stuff and you're welcome. I, I think we're doing the Lord's work. And there's no, there are no people that ask more questions than... 
it's regardless of irregardless of race. It's women in general, all the women. Yeah. Like a white mom, a black mom. Oh, yes. they'll they'll ask you they'll oh. ask you other questions. Where are you from? They look inside your soul, boy. How did you meet your family? Where do you work? So uh, what do your parents do? And let me show you this. White moms love that. Let me show you. Because you know, also James, just another public service announcement. You're not allowed in black parents' bedrooms. Just so you know that there's no. No, no, no. Like uh, parents, parents' bedrooms at your friends' houses are off limits. No, but the, trust me, my wife mates. Yeah, Bridges, go grab the other DSTV remote. It's in, it's in my, it's at the bedroom at the end no. over there. And yeah, then you walk in there and the you can parents. see. It's the parents. It's the parents' setup. No, parents' setup. But we all know the main event, that bedroom that's looking at the at the, at the hall, at, uh, at the foyer, at the hall, hallway. So, you know what? I, I genuinely, I grew up, I think from about 10 till 15, I, th- I thought white, white guys had never heard the word no. Just because it's so loose. Next yeah. thing you're calling your uncle Brian. <gasps> Brian came <Kimong. laughs> Yeah. Hey, uh, 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 Brian's coming. Brian pitches up a guy's a man with three kids and a, and a SUV. I thought Brian was your cousin. <laughs> like, I remember the first time I ever witnessed that with white people in South Africa. Like, oh, Brian. Heavens. Send Lindy Bob. I mean, like, I'm like, oh, you're about to get slapped. No, now. just call my mom Sally. Sat me. Call your mom, mom Sally. Sally. Sal out of here. And, and then they also put you in a position. Where she goes, no, 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 you can call me Sally. No, thank you. I said, no, I can't, Mrs. Jones. I can't need the time. Nilama Kabaga says, nothing worse than the look you get from the parents for opening the fridge. I'm telling you. That, that, one's wor- that, that one sucks, bro. I'm telling you, the, the, the worst look is the white guy who's the golf dad. Who you never see. He's not really, mm. you know what I mean? Like, you hear there's a dad in the mix. He comes home from golf. Oh, and he does that. <laughs> Uh, can barely hear what he's saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes through to, to study and just knocks the whiskey back. I don't know. In. I don't know which which white guys' houses you went to when you were growing up. Lots of them. I, All of I them. went to the similar ones, and it's a lot more chilled than you guys are making. No, because you probably white guy, you loose with it also, because he can feel that I'm tense as well now. Like he can feel that. Yes, but why I'm holding a milkshake, and I've I've actually used three slices of salami here. Yeah, but you said to your mate, yo, son, I'm hungry. Yeah. Cool. Uh, kitchen's downstairs. Go make yourself a sa- But then why are you tense if your mate who's the no, son? No, because he should have come fine, with me, but... but now he's still playing PlayStation. Like, it's, it's an odd dynamic. He didn't know his dad and mom were coming home, and now I get trapped on, on Loveless Island. And it's... I, I do agree it's very awkward when it happens. Yeah. But, like, it's, it's not... I mean, it's, it's, it's not life-changing. Hmm... Okay. All right. Well, we are a sports show. And I mean, we can't just hand out life lessons all, for free all the time. You know, mm-hmm. um, we're going to talk about Steven Gerrard today. We do have a, um, a fan who sent me a shirt uh, a couple of weeks ago. Was it two weeks ago? Mm. Uh, we'll have uh, Stefano Battaglia, I've been told is how you say it. So Stefano, all the way from Italy. Uh, he'll come on the show in a little bit. We'll talk some social media and much, much more. Um, Steven Gerrard's the Aston Villa manager, by the way. Imagine. So we'll talk a little bit about that. But I also, I don't think we're done with the public service and service announcements as well. Uh-huh. Dear South Africans, is, it's still weird for me if you're a mixed race couple and you don't tell me that your girlfriend's black as well. Because that also, that happens Wait, to me. Why is it, why is it weird? Oh, I want to hear this. Why so is it weird? It still does catch me off. Especially now that black people are transitioning from being just Nandipa to, there's a Sally now. Okay. You, you know, there's, uh, Ritabile is now Ritz. 
Oh, Reitz. Okay. So now he's dating Reitz, and it, it caught me. It's just it caught me off guard the other day with a okay. mate of mine. I didn't realize that, and he's not even the type I would have suspected to have those sort of symptoms. But because, like, I'm, I, you know, I've dated mixed race. That's not the issue. It's just you need to tell us. Still, we're still walking this path together. Oh, why? That my girlfriend. Because we, I don't just presume we're there as a country, and it did like oh. Oh, okay. Like, oh, ha. Uh, wait, how did you navigate the situation? Sorry, Pona. Like, I didn't know now. Hello? Because now, as the black Nibelang. guy, what do I do with her in terms of, what if she's a St. Mary's chick, you know? Hey, how's it? Or do I go, Sao Pona? Like, it put me... Hi, in, how are you doing? You, you know, because I didn't know now. You know when black people see, it's like, you, you ever been traveling and you see another black person? Like, in Sweden or whatever. Yeah. There's that moment where you yeah. uh, South African, yeah, um, Zulu, yeah, Niger- you know what I mean. So that happened to me, and I, I went to the Hazard thing, and also you don't know mm-hmm. black people sometimes they don't hug. Oh, they do. Do I shake? Sh- what did but, I do? But, her? But, do I shake her hand? But bro, I went listen, to the handshake. Listen, listen, with black guys, hug. with black guys, I don't know about black women. Black guys, there's uni- there's a universal handshake. Yes, yes, yes. There's a universal handshake. We know I'm a brother. Yeah. No matter what country you're from, and the difference between. Not all, but the, the white girls and black girls in, in this dynamic I'm talking about is white girls are early huggers as well. Like, yeah, even they, they go don't in, know eh? you, Hi! They go in, bro. Yeah. By, the time you no, are, like, by the time you realize that you're in it, you're already there. And it's your mate's girlfriend you never met. Yeah, and, and she's, she's going, within. Yeah, hey, this is Michelle. Boom. She's already, hi. Embracing. She's doing like, this now. Whereas I was thinking. You know what I mean? But no. Whereas, yeah. So there's that dynamic. So if you could. And maybe I'm. James. Do a poll. Maybe I'm wrong. You know what? Maybe, maybe I need to check, check it, check myself before I wreck myself. Should you tell your friends if you're uh, dating a black girl? I don't know if you can put that. Nah, as a poll. why? It's not a public. If it's you're a white guy, that's important. No. Should, should white guys say they're dating a black girl? Because what about me now? In that situation, I got. Am I wrong for feeling? Oh, bro, you must see because. <laughs> We we need to figure out a better way to word it because if someone joins the stream in an hour's time, yeah, and they see the poll is should white guys tell their friends if they're dating a black girl, they, then it comes across as just like a general consensus r- rule thing. We no, need, that's we what I a, want it to be. We, no, no, but we need a we need a word it so that it's for specific situations. Okay, if you if you are listening to this show and you are happy to delve into a subject which uh, could frame you as racist and me as racist actually now that i'm thinking about uh but i think they should i think we need to make a rule i need next year at the black men's conference oh i'm gonna say i'm gonna put that on the docket um you won't see me at that conference why not because you're you're dating a white girl you're single you you can go to such conferences no no so what conference no because you're you're dating a white girl now you're uncomfortable with me having because she should also declare by the way that you're you know she probably like oh i i often wonder because I've dated yeah. Slovakian and Danish. Yeah. I often wonder how they've presented the fact. Oh. And I guess, you know what? Senzo Mbulelo is quite easy. What happens if our names were Michael? Because they are black Michaels. And now we arrive at the airport. Mark. <laughs> Michael. Because <laughs> I, I have asked my, my like, uh, so my, my Danish girlfriend, uh. like her parents are super liberal, uh. but she, because she's just so liberal. Yeah, yeah. It was never a thing. Yeah, it's like with my girlfriend. But yeah. her parents got shocked when I landed now Copenhagen. No, 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 they didn't get shocked like that. Yeah. 
it, it, it was like laugh a minute because she also know she played the dynamic, but it's still a thing. Right, it is a thing, and, and I love it. I, I love know. It. I'm waiting for it, like, because the thing is, I want to go to Germany on uh, the over the festive, and yeah, some people ain't never seen a black man there. James, now this is a yeah, J- James, this is a good thing. Would you? So let's say hypothetically, um, I mean, nobody knows your lady now. Let's say let's say your lady is black, right? How would you want to be presented, just as James, or do you think she should do a, a, a what's it, a pitch deck? All right. <laughs> Mom, dad, take a seat. Uh, and also to her mates as well. Obviously, you release a, a... What do you call it on WhatsApp when you release a message to all your mates? A uh, broadcast. A broadcast. Just... Okay. <laughs> it is a white guy. You know, I'm uh, snozzy, poor. But snore. You can call me snore, obviously, if you guys are meeting. No. James, I can't imagine you meeting her where she's being addressed as uh, snozzy. But would you want to be presented as, I'm dating a white guy? Not really. I Like... You guys know me. Like I, I, I like taking the route that's the least complicated. Yeah, I know. You are very much like no conflicts. And let's not get tasty with any sort of situation. Yeah, like the, the route that gets us from point A to point B, the yeah. less complicated and the less heartache, if that's a thing in the situation, or the less logistics. Like, it's just, you know... I don't think I'm crazy. Like, the, the, Senzo was, was questioning me like I'm nuts. Okay, like, like, like let's agree, because it's not racist, to just say, my girlfriend's black, my girlfriend's white, if you guys are mixing the paint. Like, let, let, let's do it, because I was in a situation now. So, anyway, I was a victim. I'll tell you who's not a victim, Steven Gerrard. He's about to have maybe one of the best jobs in the world. Um, Aston Villa right now. Hmm. Stevie G's in a bit of a situation, right? Because it can go very, very well. Well, I think there is a worst case scenario for, for Steven Gerrard. Mm-hmm. If he's fired by the end of the year, it's career suicide. He'll, exactly. He'll never manage another Premier League club again. Or, or maybe not again, but I think he'll it'll certainly... Be a while. He, will he ever get a top six job, you know? Yeah, but, but, but I think the way he's going about it now is actually the right way. Mm. Because, okay, you've done your time at Rangers. Now you've... You've gone to Villa mm. and you're saying, okay, cool. Can I handle this kind of pressure? Yeah. At the bottom end. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or not, not at the bottom end, but like with, you know, bigger expectations. Yeah. So like, because Villa's a big club. Let's, let's not get it twisted. Villa's yeah. a big club. So can I handle this kind of pressure? Because if you can handle it now and then you can kind of navigate the storm and you can get them into, um, into the top half. Yeah. Then you know what I mean? Then you can get over like over... Over some time, not after one season. Got you. Let's manage it. Let's see how it goes for three seasons. And then let's, and then once, say, Jürgen Klopp says, hey, adios, then you throw your hat in the ring for that one. But tell me this, right, is we mustn't forget that there is a little bit of pressure because Martin O'Neill had them as a top six side. And that's not that long ago. Remember yeah, that yeah, when Villa yeah. were doing it? Yeah, yeah. So there is a bit of pressure. Stevie G on Instagram says, a massive thank you to Aston Villa fans for the warm welcome I have received. I'm well aware of the stature of this football club and uh, how special an atmosphere you all create at Villa Park. Is there like a template for all of these guys where they, like you, these footballers can just pay for, give me a stock standard message? No, yeah, there is. I mean, come on. You know what I'm saying? Because when you sign, 
as a manager and as a player, yeah. you know you're going to say this big club yeah. and you're going to thank the fans. <laughs> you always have to. You have to say the stature of the estimate, the, the club's pedigree, yeah. even if they're like a small club. Yeah. And then you have to say, you know, the most loyal fans in yes. the world. Because if you don't say that, then they're going to be like, ah, this guy is not going <laughs> to last. Who is this guy? And, you know, outside of Real Madrid, there's no other bunch of fans in the world that decide the coach, right? We have Chiefs and Pirates here, Orlando Pirates and Kaiser Chiefs, right? Mm-hmm. Where they, they just, they're an animal unto their own. Yeah. The fans will burn the stadium. Yeah, yes, Even yes. if you're winning the league, if, if you lose 5-0 to Chiefs and yeah. Pirates are winning the league. Did you see Pirates when they lost 6-0 to Sundowns? What they did? What, what the happened? Pirates fans Tell, tell did. people. They, 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 so there's a pay-per-view um, network in yes. South Africa. Oh, they took down the cables. They said, hey, nobody must watch this. <laughs> Color buzz on the TV and yeah. everything. Oh no, we'll be back. We're Pirates breaking transmission. Yeah. Our Pirates fans took the cables. They said no, no chance. People are seeing this. It's a different world, and and Steven Gerrard's about to go to another level. Listen, I love Rangers, and, and I do support them in the. Or are you, Prost- in, in, are you Protestant? I'm I'm uh, Protestant Protestant. Okay. So I'm I'm none of those. Uh, I don't go on the Catholic Protestant divide. Mm-hmm. But this is a whole nother world now. Yeah, the English Premier League. And it's, people always think, oh, those are big clubs in Scotland and, 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 you know, like that should mean anything. Listen, Rangers and Celtic come into the Premier League. They, they bottom six. Easy. They bottom six, easy, right? Easy, easy, easy. Is, I'm sorry. Like, uh, oh, how stopped... many times have Rangers won the league? Like 52. And That's like, what uh, I'm saying. Celtic like 40 white. No, come on. Luke. So this is a whole new world for Stevie G. James, do you think less of Steven Gerrard, right? If things don't go according to plan, uh, as things go here with Villa, let's say, ugh, guys fired by February or whatever. So, it's so interesting because, like, <laughs> so y- you guys say that he will never get another Premier League job if this doesn't go well. For no, him. no. Well, well look, I I say he'll never get another top six job. So he won't get I, a top and, and when I say top six, I mean Tottenham. Arsenal and upwards, you know. I mean, Arsenal, I think you know. I think that would be the case if he managed a club that was at least top ten. Dude, it's Villa, right. dude. I I think it would be the case if he performed badly at that club, then he wouldn't get another uh, even a shot at the Premier League, regardless of the top six. I think the, where he is now, and and I said it on the day it was announced, like the the way he's doing it is very smart because he wasn't like Lampard who went straight into the Chelsea setup and the expectations are through the roof with Roman Abramovich because he's not scared to fire you tomorrow. But to- um, at Aston Villa, he's, he's, he's going to have a little bit of access to some funds for transfers. So to, um, to try and get into Europe? Yeah. There, yeah, yeah. Mate, Jamie Carter. Sorry, I couldn't understand you for a second with the, with the accent. Yeah. From York, because I'm from Liverpool. Okay. Oh, no, but like, James, I don't know. Guys, Villa aren't a small club. On paper, Villa are a bigger club than Arsenal. Yeah, Champions, they won, what, the Champions League twice? Twice, twice. And for me, as well... Uh, I- whoa, whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. What's going on there? Just, no, I feel like we shouldn't just write Arsenal off like that. No, when, hold on. When, when did Villa win these, Wait a minute these now. European Cups? Wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. How, I've never heard this is such a hypocrisy from a Liverpool mm. fan. Don't you dare, James, because you know where I'm going to go with it. Because we cancelled the three that you won before Rafa and Jürgen. Because that was the times. So now I'm going to ask you to make a big decision for all Liverpool fans on the planet. 
Because you said, when did Aston Villa... No, you never say that about Liverpool. Yeah. No, when you say five times, six times. No, but if we're saying that Aston Villa is better than... Bigger. Bigger, bigger not better. Bigger Big. than Arsenal on paper. Yes. What have they done to prove it in the last Two years? Champions League. Two times. Champions League. Yeah. I'm saying... So you, you're always saying, right? So it's interesting that you're saying it the way you... The four titles you won, right, in the Champions League, right? With Rafa Benitez and um, Jürgen, right? What about the four before? You never ever say that as Liverpool fans. Yeah. You always say... No, I'm, I'm not saying that they probably won those when they played against Farmers. Yeah. I'm saying... Yeah. So, Arsenal have been more successful more recently... Yes. ...than Aston Villa have. But, so, uh, technically... Arsenal are better on paper. No, listen. So, so are Man City bigger than than Liverpool? Paul. Yeah, absolutely. Currently, no. yeah. So, so, no. you, so you would so on paper you would say Man City are better than Liverpool. If you look at, we talk uh, about pedigree only, here, James. only if you look at the last few years. If you look at everything combined ever in both of their histories, yes. then it's not even close. I, I, I would say Liverpool is a lot bigger. No, okay. So now I'm saying, what about Aston Villa's two Champions Leagues? Um, Arsenal have exactly that many. That's zero. They don't even have a Europa, dude. They don't even have a UEFA Cup. Arsenal, got, they're nothing in the Europe. The Audi Cup okay. champs. Fair enough. So, um, outside of those two oh. European Cups, Aston Villa, what do they have? Well, league titles, FA Cup. I mean, listen, back in the day, we're talking about banger club, hey? Like, proper. We're not... We're not in Birmingham, about... dude. Yeah. No, in no, the, Birmingham. No, it's not like... I think you're looking at the modern day version of things. And because then we start to get into territory is... Are Leicester bigger than Arsenal? If you're going to take that, that view. there you go. Because over the last what six, seven years, Leicester—that means Leicester are as big as Liverpool, if not bigger. Then you must remember Arsenal didn't win the league, didn't come close last decade. Uh, okay, though the Tottenham season. Shout out Eden Hazard before he became Eaton Hazard for that goal against Spurs. But then there's also um, there's also the young, young matter of Leicester won the league in the last decade. So are you saying Leicester is better than Arsenal now? Um. See that's a tricky so, one. So so that's that's different though. No. Because, uh-huh. and, no, and I'll tell you why. Okay, so Aston Villa had this whole period where they won European trophies and league titles and stuff, probably way before I was even a thought. Um, so so they've had that, right? Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, okay, so so Aston Villa have had that. They've never had it again. Arsenal, right? Are they they've sort of always been not always they've more recently been there and whether they've won trophies or not they've had more of a presence in the Champions League or the Europa League than okay. Aston Villa have mm-hmm. Aston Villa I'm pretty sure has been relegated at least 5 times in the last 10 15 years well i mean look that th- that is a tricky one so the last time Aston Villa Aston Villa have 7 uh, titles, league titles. Yeah, league titles, yeah. yeah. Uh, Arsenal have ten. That's in the history of the club. Thirteen. Arsenal is oh, thirteen. Yeah. So seven plays and zero Champions League ones. Oh, that's tough. But but I think the point is that you're also not dealing. It's not Norwich. What what I'm saying is Stephen Gerrard is not dealing with Norwich. You're dealing with a place that has yes, expectations yeah. here. The, yeah, the, this yeah. is he, he's not. And they've made a, and they've made investments. No, no. They've got two of the most aggressive owners in yeah. the world, as you see, uh, old Dean Smith. Get the hell out of yeah. here. And it's, what, 10 bad games? Yeah. It's a, it's a new... There's expectation, dude. Don't get it. Especially in a city like Birmingham, guys. Birmingham's not... It's an awesome place. It's, it's, it's London without the lights.
Nobody fo- focuses on it. Birmingham is incredible as a city. It's the second city of England. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying Villa's a small club. I'm just I'm saying no, but also the, the thing expectations is, at Villa are also, a lot lower than it would be at are you saying this because or Chelsea you, or whatever it is. is no, are you saying this so that you don't take your poster down of Steven Gerrard? Am I saying it so I don't? You don't have to take your poster down of Steven Gerrard because he's your hero. Steven and... Gerrard will never go down. No, but like the thing is, as well, do you know, James James made, made an analogy about um, Frank Lampard taking the job when it was um, well, with Chelsea. But you must understand where Chelsea were at that stage. Chelsea weren't allowed to spend money. So yeah. they're like, okay, who's going to get these kids? Yeah. He, Lampard was right for that situation. Absolutely. He was right for that situation. Absolutely. Then the money came. Once the money comes, then, you know, your expectations. Of course. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the thing is, no one was going to, if I was Lampard, I wouldn't have turned that job down. I mean, as you say, it's like no, your dream girl no, thing. Of course. It's on. We, we're, we're on. We're yeah. on. Yeah. You know, I say no. Who are you? But but like you said, Lamp- Lampard was the one that accepted the job. He didn't have to. He was well, he was earning but his badge there, Derby, and doing his thing. So James, obviously you you're with your dream girl now. But let me just say, I don't know who, who's who's doing it right now. Who's the Australian chick that everyone loves? Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie comes up to you. Oh my, ring long, walla walla, bing bong. Let's let's go out, Mark. No way you say no. Is that is that. Is that what Australians say to each other? Ring wrong, walla walla bing bong. Hey, Dean, mate. My. What's in the He's got on a diet, mate. Sheila. Get out, get out. What do they I, call it? A frothy, mate. You, I, you, frothy. Get a, I, you want to get a frothy? See, see what I'm like as a person, mate? I knew you were gonna take it to the the dream girl situation, and and like I get it. Like how are you? How do you turn down Chelsea? Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, but James, wait. If, if Steven Gerrard got the job offer for Liverpool, he's right, not gonna turn it down. Like today, and he's just signed at Villa, the best fans in the world with the t-shirt. <laughs> if Jurgen Klopp tomorrow decided, you know what, I want to be, as you can see, I'm transitioning towards becoming a cover model, right? As we've seen with that photo. If Steven Gerrard got the phone call tomorrow, what do you think Steven Gerrard's doing? Ah, I don't have the experience. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. Be serious, James. Take no, yourself seriously. No, but I'm not, I'm not blaming Lampard. No, no, I, but I'm saying, I'm saying, you, I, I see what you're saying. I'm saying, what do you think Steven Gerrard would do tomorrow? Get- Even though he knows he's not ready. Can we agree Steven Gerrard is not ma- ready to manage Liverpool at this very moment in time? Or would you disagree with that? I mean, with where Liverpool are at the moment, I don't, I, I, I know he's not. Yeah, so, but would he turn the job down tomorrow? No, so what I'm saying is just the way it's happened. So Steven Gerrard's been fortunate enough to be under 18 Liverpool coach, yes. get your badges, yeah. not have any or many expectations, do yeah. really well with them, go to Scotland, do Rangers. Again, kind of expectations, but nobody's really kind of... But like, you guys, are, you guys are overlooking this whole situation. Same thing happened to Ole. Ole, they said, come caretake. Come caretake. Come caretake. Let's no, see how it goes. Just a no, course, listen, bro. listen. It can happen to Steven Gerrard as well. Don't, 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 no, listen, don't rule it out. They say, come caretake, you know, Jürgen Klopp is not here. Come caretake. Oh, you have a good, you got good 11, 10, 11 games, 12 games. Then they say, how you like three years? Do you think Gerrard's going to say, no, I'm not ready? Come on. I, no, but no. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the way it's happened is, is good for, you're saying it's smart what Gerrard's done. Not what Gerard's done in particular. It's smart how it's played out for Gerard. I see what you're saying. Lampard, Derby, yeah. earn your badges, do your thing. Got the Chelsea offer. If that offer never came, I think he would have properly earned his badges, gotten more experience, and actually done well. It's a tough one to turn down, though. I mean, I, I do see what you're saying. Yeah. It is. 
it's impossible to turn down. Yeah, because the thing is, you don't know when it's going to come around again. Those types of jobs don't come around. Like, Lampard's never managing Chelsea again. No. It's over now. Never, ever again. <laughs> like, if Steven Gerrard... God forbid, I love Jurgen Klopp, but we know he's been having family issues. He lost his mom. Jurgen Klopp at the end of the season says, I'll be there You think Steven Gerrard, if they call him, even if Villa come fourth, Villa go and win the Premier League this year. <laughs> I'm taking, I'm taking my leave. I'm building Europe. I've got to go. None of your business. I'm going up north. <laughs> Immediately, James, be honest. James is clouded because Gerrard, he's probably, you know what I mean? He's got Steven Gerrard, uh, like toilet paper this guy Steven Gerrard's back at Anfield in less Dog. than a month Steven Gerrard he's home Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was at Malmo busy at Malmo then they said hey chief um, we need you yeah he said Malhu I'm out <laughs> Ste- oh, oh you know what you're gonna see the terrible Aston Villa slash Liverpool jerseys that everyone does that's what's oh, gonna no. happen yeah that's coming the king has come home MKT show Cliffcentral.com. Uh, listen, mixed race dating is a complicated thing, okay? I'm not going to hear from anybody who's trying to get conservative on me. It's a complicated of course. thing. It's hard to, it's, it's, it's a situation to navigate. And people must just, well, I don't really care about you being in this situation. Yeah. Respect me as your friend. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> I like how you always personalize things. Well, if you my, if you my white mate, just let me know that you're dating Nandi. I mean, this lady's name wasn't Nandi, but you know what I mean? Just let me know. You know what I'm saying, my man? Mm. Yeah, but you don't agree. Which is fine. Uh, Mbulelo Gavin says, Did y'all see former Vits and Pirates player Patrick <laughs> Pumayo arrested for hijacking, armed robbery, and housebreaking? Uh, Brad once made fun of him for being a BBW. I think he took it personally. <laughs> <laughs> what happened there? Uh, guys, our guys are un- unhinged. Yes. Did you see the story? Uh, I heard about it. Like I heard a little bit about it, but yo. I'm like, what? It's so, okay, well, tell me the story. What, what, what's going on? I'll show my house, Brock. Yeah, that's sad, eh? Former Bafana Bafana and Orlando footballer Patrick Punga has been arrested by the Hawks for hijacking, armed robbery, and housebreaking. Audi was hijacked in Bramley and a Kia stolen in London. And he stole... My thing is that he stole a Kia. It's a Picanto. No, I mean, hey, I, I, I don't have a car. Like, a car's a car. But what's going on there, Chief? But, hey, the, the amount of stories of... South African players that have gone off the rocker, hey? Bro, they have him lying on the ground, like, with these hands. Criminal, like, like, like he's like, just doing crime. Crime, bro. Just a, just a common criminal. Crime, bro. Crime. Yes, that's so sad, bro. Yo, that's bad. Hey? Bro, bad doesn't even... I don't even understand. It's sad. It's... it's you know how sad it was when Philemon Masinga was living at back room? Imagine, G. That's wrong, eh? Yeah, these guys. No, imagine, like, I feel sorry for his mom. Imagine his mom now has to explain. What do you inside in front of? Like, how do you... Yo, that's so bad, bro. That's rough, bro. So what, hijacking? Robbery? Housebreaking. Housebreaking, eh? Housebreaking, dog. Imagine you, he walks in there and there's a Pirates fan that he's robbing. Ah, Chief, I think you're skip a Yes. If you're a footballer and you break into a house and your poster's on the wall, what do you do? 
How you forgive that house. You move on, eh? How Jeez. you forgive it. All right, Jimbo, what, what else we got? Let's go to the next comment. That's wild. Those are incredibly wild scenes. I mean, no, man. Guys, no, 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 no. It's almost as bad as being a white token, not telling your mates that I've got a black chick. Mm-hmm. Almost. Not quite. Not quite. I'd say, I, I, I'd say housebreaking is, uh, is pretty bad. It's a, it's a pretty ease. But like, a, you know, my thing is that uh, the Iron Duke needs to go do a hazing session. Like, Paris players are, they're unhinged. Like, they're always in the news for, for, for wild things. Like, like far left things. Like, you're just like, how? I oh, know, they, they... It's football not enough. Uh, Lulama Kabaga says... <laughs> so he says, there's a mom, uh, and I, in this case, it's my mom. He says, hi, Mbulelo, is that a South African? So now... So he's saying I should warn my family if I was to ever date a South African. <laughs> is what I think is happening there. Now, fair enough. I will I will let you know should that situation transpire. <laughs> people are, people need to start respecting me. That, that's just disrespectful. But yeah, I, I would need to warn my friend, certainly. Uh, Richard Banda says, I was there at Loftus when Pirates fans stormed onto the pitch. Was that the day? Yeah. 6-0. They said, nah, chief. <laughs> it's too much. They said, we sing this live. Yeah. Nobody else must see this. And, and what happened? Did they finish the match? Oh, where? Where were they going to finish? No, they did finish it. But yeah. like, we didn't see the rest of no, the game. But that's what I'm saying. Is, did <laughs> we, the game go on? Yeah, the game did go on. So did they stop the game? Yeah, because there was, it was a bit rowdy. Yeah. And then the Pirates were like, no, we just don't want TV subscribers to watch this. <laughs> you, you, you know, it's always so difficult, bro. Like, it's always so hard to explain to my European friends how South Africans move. Like, to us, we're like, ah, yeah. No, it's normal, 60. Yes. We were losing 6-0, bro. Yeah, oh, well. Yeah. To them, they just, like... They're outraged. Because if you look at European grounds, yeah. right, it's like, there's no barriers. I mean, the fans are sitting right there. Mm. You've seen the fans giving the yeah. big one to the players. It's, it's like, they're just such conservative people, yeah. you know, the society yeah. there. Is they'll scream disgusting yeah, things to you. But they but never... They, they, it's, 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 a, it's a look, but don't touch policy. Like, a streaker is an event, you know? Yeah. Like, my God, there must be an inquiry. Whereas, yeah, I mean, like you're saying, guys said, no, 6-0, not done. There's no ways. <laughs> and it's just another day for us. There's no ways. Yeah, South Africans move different. We, no we, we're, not, we're not like the rest of you, huh? Man, oh man. If you're with us on YouTube, uh, please do click like and subscribe. Jimbo, what else we got there on the comments? I mean, 6-0, eh? Hey, even me at 6-0, if I was there, I would have gone. It's a tennis score, dog. No, I would have gone. There was no love for us. Yeah, hey, very, very nice. A little tennis reference there. Uh, Mbulelo Gavin says, Dean Smith hijacked Lampard's job at Norwich. I think people still feel he's not experienced enough for the English Premier League. Why would Lampard take that job? Lampard turned it, he should have gone to Norwich. I would have done it. Who, Lampard? Yeah. What, and go and get relegated? But what's he holding out for? You know, sometimes on reputation. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's at Manchester United. But I told you how that situation transpired. The guy could take her and then they said, hey, look, we like you. No, he can do better than Norwich. I, I, I mean, he can, he can get the Burnley job. When Dyche, Sean Dyche is, is no, never No, when he gets tired. He'll get tired. He'll get tired. <laughs> Maybe because he's signed a new deal. He can, he can get... No, Lampard can get the... Can he get Wolves? He can get the Wolves job. That it's perfect. Wolves, George Mendes will love that. Blockbuster. Wolves is nice. Yeah, that's a great because you're always gonna have the top players there as well. Yeah, Wolves. If he's Portuguese and he's got talent, he's your player. Would you? Would you? If you're Lampard, would you? Would you? Co- would you manage Brighton? No, because uh, the the the, uh, the the manager now is too good. Because you don't want to be the guy after the guy. Oh, I certainly wouldn't want to be. I, I wouldn't want to be the guy yeah, after which the guy. Which other one is there? Would you? 
Would you do Leeds? Jeez. Oh, that's a tough one. If you're Lampard. That's a and tough Le- one. And Leeds became available. Would you do Leeds? You'd have to. I mean, that, that's a blockbuster job. It's, it's, I, I'd take it carefully, but... Oof. It's too tasty to again, like young guys like James, you know the way he was talking about Aston Villa, like, ah, what are you talking about? Is Leeds is a massive football club. Big, bro. You know? We've, and, got, we've got three big rivalries, United yeah. guys. I'd even say Leeds comes ahead of... Leeds comes ahead of Man City for us. I would agree. I would agree. It's Liverpool, Leeds. Yeah. No, I would, I would totally agree. I would totally agree. So, yeah. Yeah, I take it. Because, like, who knows? What if Gerard is actually, as much as... I mean, uh, Lampard. What if he's Steve Bruce? Like, nobody knows. Exactly. Like, what if his level is Steve Bruce level and he's going to have to now go rummage around the championship? No, but like, dog, it's like Sam Allardyce. The best... He, but he messed it up. The best thing to ever happen to Sam Allardyce was get the English job. He best was, and worst at the same, same time. Same time, yeah. No, you're, you're 100% right. All right, what else we got there, Jimbo? Because, yeah, Sam Allardyce, eh? Oh, that's bad. Uh, Richard Banda says, Augusta Palacios <laughs> never came back to the finish to finish the game. <laughs> Was Palacios coaching the team at the time? Yo, but you know Palacios is our, is our go-to. <laughs> when Paris fire coach and they need an interim. He's the goose hitting. <laughs> <laughs> so when Augusta went to the chain room, he said, no. Uh, they said, no, no, no. No, no. I can't do this. I can't, can't, can't do this. Uh, Evan, can't. <laughs> can't. Not like this. Not like this, bro. Yeah, South African fans are incredible, eh? Absolutely incredible. All right. <laughs> Augusta Palacios never came back. Would you? 6 no, what are you going to go with going oh, back to finish? South African fans are just too much, eh? Um, all right. There, we got a guest coming up now. Um, he is currently in Italy. Um, or you know what who am I to say he might be in Italy he might not be but he sent me an Inter Milan shirt uh, which was an awesome thing now a lot of people say if I was a professional I might have worn the shirt today commemorate this as soon as he sent the shirt I said oh we got to get this guy on the show Uh, so ladies and gentlemen all the way from Johannesburg but now in Italy an extremely extremely Italian name Stefano Battaglia Stefano what's happening pal Hi guys, great hey. to, to speak to you. Great to be on the show. It's awesome to have you, man. It's awesome. Oh, is that a Kappa shirt? Or yeah. I don't Italia. know how you said it in Italian. Kappa. Yeah. Oh. This is the, I don't know if you can see it, it's the national skiing, the skiing national team, the Italian national, not that I'm on the national team, I don't even ski, but I, I was going like to ask you. The top, so, what? What so what do you mean you don't ski? You're not going to Lavinia anytime soon? <laughs> my, my, my daughter and, and my wife ski. I'm, I'm too. I, I leave that to them. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Too much into the skiing. I go with them, but but there's such awesome places to ski. I'm sure you know about that. Oh, I've been to Lavinia and I've been to Chevinia. Those are the two that I've been to. But are you a Gluvine guy? Awesome. Oh, absolutely. I rather stick to to the polenta first and then the Gluvine afterwards. I got you. Uh, Another one called the Bomba Bardino, but not, not the ski, man. Jeez, like. So, Stefano, wait. So, Stefano, now, let, let's explain this quickly, right? Yeah. You are in, where are you now? In Italy, huh? I'm in Milan. In, I'm in Milan. I'm not an Inter supporter, just to make that clear, but uh, I'm in Milan. Okay. So, I thought he was a guy. 
but I mean, no, no, no. <laughs> Stefano, you're a very good guy. As long as you don't support Inter, anybody but Inter. Oh, I hate Inter. So listen to this guy. So uh, are we here with uh, Senzo, yeah. who, who you may or may not know. Um, he's a big Roma fan. How's it, how's it, Stefano? And so, Stefano, I just want to start with the shirt. Um, you know, yeah. you, you sent me this shirt, and like that means a lot, you know. And I, I, I mean, I haven't, uh, to, like, I want to be candid with everybody, is that we haven't had a conversation about what happened, how did he know to send me the shirt, why did he send me the shirt, and um, yeah, maybe let's just start off there before we get into who you are and, uh, and you, you know, whether you're, uh, okay. yeah, you, how you came to, to being on the show. Okay, so um, I've been following your show for um, the, the last few months, and I've heard uh, a few times you you guys have uh, mentioned the, the, the you've reviewed the, the, the team's tops. You know, uh, every season they come up with tops. And a couple of months ago, um, I know, uh, I think it was Powell, I can't remember who, um, you, you spoke about the intertop, and um, it was rated quite highly. And um, I've got a, a, a night shop just just uh, close by here, and I saw it in the window, and I was like, it has to be, you know, I have to send it to to Molelo and the guys on the show, so they can either wear it or keep it in the studio. Now, did you know that I support it? That really? You've mentioned it uh, briefly in in the show. You, you've um, you've mentioned it. That's why I picked up uh, on that, uh, um, and. I thought you'd appreciate it. And it really is just a thank you. Uh, I really enjoy the show. I don't listen every day uh, live, but mm-hmm. I, I catch up on the podcast and um, I find myself giggling uh, most of the, the two hours that I, I listen. So it really just is a thank you from my part. No, that, that's amazing. It, it also does bring into question uh, your um, sort of sanity to be spending time with oh, these. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's Senzo here and there's James and there's, it's just... We have to wonder at this stage. Yeah, well, I think the the part the part I enjoy the most is the banter um, about you know which schools you went to and and the rivalry between the schools. I think that's fantastic. That's awesome. So, and I mean, yeah, that's a great segue to you know. Obviously, people can kind of hear if you're South African, you you recognize that Stefano has a very South African accent. So, where are you from? I mean, how is it you're in, in Milan now? Maybe take us into that, and uh, yeah, we we will talk from there. Okay. Um, uh, as you can see from my name, I am uh, of Italian descent. I grew up in South Africa, um, stayed there till I was about 25. Then um, I went to live in, in London. Spent uh, a good 10 years there. Absolutely loved it as a single guy. Yeah. Uh, then I got married to... Um, <laughs> then I got married to, to an, uh, an Italian girl uh, from, from Milan. Um, we lived in London together for a while. When my daughter was born, we decided, you know, better if we, we moved back to Italy. Uh, from a family point of view and a lifestyle point of view, uh, we just evaluated that, that Italy would be the, the better place rather than London. And I think, thinking about it now, it's probably the right, the right decision. Still love London, but not at this stage in my life. And where did you grow up in Joburg? I grew up um, in Oakland's area. So Athol, Athol Oakland's um, area. That whole, that, that's I mean, it's changed so much. Yeah. yeah, around there, exactly. It's called a drive. Um, Rosebank, that that kind of that kind of area. So, so like, what? Um, I went to school. No, no, no. Please go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. 
Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I went to school at uh, Maris Brothers uh, Observatory, uh, Sacred Heart College. Uh, Central will know. Brother School. Uh, Maris Brothers boy. Uh-huh. Yeah, brother uh-huh. School. Um, yeah, we could even say maybe a, a sister school. Yeah, but, yeah. Well. Uh, you know, we. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, listen, I don't, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't want to get involved in whatever you and Senzo got going. Maybe you guys want to chat about your marriage relationship there. Maybe you guys want to... No, they got chicks at their school. We don't. So, no, is that good or good or bad? Well, uh, some people might... I mean, I've yeah. played St. David's in rugby. Some people uh, might, oh, shit, you see it, Yeah, and some people might say they might as well have had girls for their rugby team. We played against them. Send the, send the second team out. These guys are terrible. Let's go. Let's go home. We didn't even have a rugby team. <laughs> All right. No, you, All right. So you're from there. Like, because... Um, what's Milan like to raise your kids? It's, that, that's quite an interesting one. I've never, to be honest, I've never met anybody who's moved to Milan as a family option. I usually see it as a business or a that way orientated. But okay. what's Milan like? Maybe, maybe let us in. Not, not everybody's been fortunate enough to go to Milan. Um, it's great. Uh, it's not the type of city that... Um, it's not like Rome or, or London or some of the big capitals that are immediately um, have an impact on you. Milan is quite um, stingy. You have to really get to know it and, and appreciate the, the, the good things about it. And it really does offer. Uh, the main thing is it feels like a big city, but it's not. Mm. You know, it's, we don't, there's not even two million people yet. So um, it's, it's great uh, from that point of view. Also the position, it's close to the sea, it's close to the mountains. And it's close to, to um, the rest of Europe. So um, in, in terms of that, it's great. Then, uh, I must be careful what I say, but it's the least Italian city. Yes. Um, so it's, it's the most in, international city. If you go live in, in the other Italian cities, it just it gets a bit too provincial for me. Eh? Got so you. That's why Milan is really a good, a good mix. And if, if, you, if you don't mind me asking, how old is your daughter? How is she adapting? Is, has she chosen a team yet? Or are you bullying her into being a Milan fan? What's the story? <laughs> she's she's eight uh, now. I mean, she was born in London, but um, then we moved back here pretty pretty soon after she she was born. Um, you know, I really push on her the whole South African vibe. I speak to her in English. Um, she she hasn't made up a, a, a mind who she she supports. Um, yeah, but come really, on, you, know, at this you pay the point, bills. <laughs> like, it, it has to be. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, you're free to choose whatever I tell you to choose. You're free to choose yeah, whatever I tell you to choose. You're free to pick the option I give you. Exactly. It happens to be uh, the Rossanieri. <laughs> and he, so he supports Roma. Just your thoughts on, on Senzo supporting Roma. I don't know what your thoughts are on that. Wonderful team. Wonderful team. Um, uh, also appreciate uh, Mourinho. He's fantastic. When when Mourinho was looking for a team, I was I was hoping that it would uh, that he would come to Milan. It didn't happen, especially after watching the 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 documentary, the All or Nothing on on Amazon Prime. Um, he, he's fantastic. He's he's arrogant, uh, not very well liked, either hated or, or loved. I, I mm. think he's he's fantastic. So. And Rome is really a wonderful team uh, to, to support the, the Roman supporters. Um, I think they, I would almost, you know, put them to the, the, the Newcastle supporters in terms of loving their team so much. Roma, Roma's in the top team. They're not doing so well. well I'm a little bit disappointed with um, Abrams. Yeah. I, I thought he would have had a, a bigger, a bigger um, impact. Um, but uh, I think he's going through a bit of a putt. 
tough phase at the moment, Mourinho. Well, you know, as a Chelsea fan, as a Chelsea fan, more. as a Chelsea fan, let me just tell you, shouldn't be shocked with Tammy Abram. That's why we got him the hell out of there. So get the hell out of here, Pop. You, you, you go over there. But listen, Jose is perfect for Roma. Yeah. But I'm so happy Roma aren't doing well. And let me tell you why. <laughs> One of my favorite players of all time, right? 2006, we all remember the golden hair. Their golden child. Did you see the way Roma treated Francesco Totti at the end? They still show it on TV now. It's, so, it's, it's r- ridiculous. Th- you know, they're really... That's one thing why I wouldn't be happy about Roma winning because we'll hear about it for about 20 years afterwards. Oh, the, the worst. But, but uh, They just love the team. Man. Yeah, and then, but you saw how they kicked Totti out. Like, he, like, I hated that. I, like, Francesco Totti should okay. be a god. Like, I mean, he, he is a tough okay. guy. I mean, he will wear okay. underwear on the bench as well. <laughs> Are you talking about the... the um, the association, Roma football yeah. team. Yeah, I take it from there, but he is loved uh, by the, the Roman supporters. You know, um, he, he's, he's a god. And I've got really a lot of respect for him. To, to know that he's only played in one team his whole life, there, there's very few of those guys, and, and he, he's up there. I love him. A lot of, and what a player. What a, what a player indeed. Uh, before we get into, obviously, the, the team you want to talk about, arguably uh, the greatest uh, two, two great dynasties they've produced over the last 30 years. Uh, Neil Kylander says, my son only has three choices. Very simple. Liverpool, Lions, Boca. I like Same. that. A la carte. You can pick, you're free to pick anything on this menu, which is what I feel is going to happen to you there, Stefan. I'm pretty sure with your daughter when she gets... When do they start sizing the shirts? When she turns about 10? Yeah, 10, 11. Yeah. AC Milan... Red and white bedroom, actually. Even if she, she says pink, she comes home, it's red, red and white. Red and black. With, with Maldini, with a shrine to Maldini in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> Straight away. Straight you know away. what I'm saying? Uh, Mbulelo Gavin says, um, now, Stefano, I mean, I want to talk to Stefano about his beloved uh, yeah. AC Milan, but Mbulelo Gavin is asking a great question here. Does living in Italy make you fashion conscious? Is it, <laughs> this is an interesting one. Okay. Good question, and I think in I can only speak for myself. It actually makes it. Um, it's had the opposite effect, you know. Wow. Um, since I've been here, I've become almost a, a slob. I mean, it's taken so seriously here. Even just to go down to the supermarket, you know, you've got to be in your best threads all the time. But it's Milan, and, and uh, I've gone the other way. I've yep. gone to um, Senza type of shorts and flip flops. <laughs> um, <laughs> Brilliant. Look at it. Oh, just aerate out downstairs. Oh, that is. <laughs> wow. Oh, so you've gone. Okay, so you've said, uh, no way. You, so you, you, you've gone the, the other direction. It's non-stop here. It's, it's unbelievable. Eh? It, I mean, it's wonderful. But they. And one thing um, I still notice now and I laugh about with, with, the, with the women. I mean, uh, when they ride bikes, um, they ride them with high heels. No. How do you ride a bicycle wow. with high heels? But it's, it's the look, you know. You've got to sacrifice. There's a pain yeah. for beauty, yeah. It's, what you, it's about what you look like. And l- listen, I subscribe for that because a lot of people have called me sexist for saying the following. I've always said, like, if you're married and you're a lady and you're a dude, cool, that's fine. But a lady who is single and wears pumps, you deserve it. Like, <laughs> you, you, you're telling me you've given up. I'm sorry, like, like I'm sorry, ladies. If you, but if you already boot up, cool. If you wear pumps, you're just telling me you've given up. So shout out to the Milan. What are you saying? They're on a bicycle in heels. 
heals us. For me, it's personally, it's dangerous, but you know, that, that's the price you pay. It's all about the image. It's all yeah. about the look. If you're going to have a pesto pasta, you've got to look good. Take yeah, it exactly. very seriously. <laughs> no, but they say the same things about, they say the same thing about guys that wear like sweats, old, like single guys that just wear sweats. Yeah. Like they say, that's man. me. Maybe that's why I'm single. Yeah, but you act, you're aggressively single. You said you're yeah. aggressively no, single. I'm, so. I'm, I'm, very, I'm very much aggressively. But, but still, no, it's true. I mean, yeah. if you're wearing sweats, ladies think, oh, that guy. He's the, he's, he, this is it. I'm always in sweats, by the way. Good reason I'm single. So that's good advice for me. Maybe I'm a hypocrite. Let's get to the actual meat of it here. So AC Milan. Is that, so how did you start supporting AC Milan? Why? Why did you make that choice? Was it family pressure? Uh, hey, when you were, I guess it could have been George Weyer and having that whole thing. Baresi was around. What was it that? How did how did Milan happen? Okay, I've I've, I've got to now. Now you get me serious. Yeah. Okay, no, this so, is... so when I was in South Africa, I was actually a, a U.S. supporter. Oh. Okay, and Jesus. I'll tell you why. Because in in the eighties, um, amongst the Italian community, Juve was like the main team. They were winning everything. It was really the, the epitome of, of Italianness, mm. and then I mean they were owned by by Fiat. Um, I mean you can't get much more more Italian than that. But no. when I came to Livia, um, I, I, I really started to appreciate Milan as a city, uh, um, the culture, the relationship with the two teams. Uh, I started going to watch um, uh, in, uh, Milan uh, play, which was was wonderful. And I had to start supporting them. You know, I, I live here. Uh, I understand the city, how, how it works. Uh, and um, I'm, I'm quite happy, unfortunately, to say that, that I've, I've switched, switched badges. I don't hate Juve, um, but, uh, you know, I, I live in Milan. I have to support one of the two teams here. Now, now, being Italian, I know family matters. I mean, listen, it is a bit of a stereotype, but Italian families, the Italian friends I have, there's literally a family um, in sort of here in Joburg they're so Italian, so a very, very good friend of mine. His family built a compound, and it's only them living on that compound. So Italians, I've always viewed them kind of like, okay, family is everything. And then obviously, um, all the movies, because, uh, you know, real life is movies. But your parents, are they, obviously, I mean, Battaglia, Jeepers, it does, that's not a Scottish surname, is... Where, where are they from in Italy and who did, was there football in the family before you? Because, you know, football also, it's not just about you if your family supports it. Um, my dad is from uh, the Tuscany area. So I guess the team there would be Fiorentina. Okay. La Viola. Um, but, uh, ex- exactly. Well done. Um, but he wasn't that much of, of, a, of a football supporter. Um, I think I got drummed in more uh, from from uncles and cousins uh, um, about supporting Juventus. You know, back then in in the eighties in in South Africa, um, th- there was no DSTV. We used to listen to to the matches on a Sunday afternoon on a shortwave radio. Yeah, uh, it was wonderful. But no, yes. no one does it anymore. We don't need to. But um, uh, th- I think that's how my, my love started to to uh, um, you know follow. Uh, Italian Serie A and, and at that time Juventus. And listen, they, so that time was when some people may not know a guy called Michel Platini. Forget what he's done recently. I think you're talking about in and around that time. Okay. Remember, he came in and Juventus, we're I mean, that's rocking. when he was Ballon d'Or and, they were rocking. and then we're doing it. Put him in there and then it is just the next level, the original number 10. Until what? Until probably Del Piero. I mean, Baggio had his run and then it became Del Piero. Yeah. And, and, and it's Del Piero's club. Until now. 1990s. Yeah, I would say up till you know up till Italian ninety, 
mm, most of the team from Italia 90 were all uh, in Juventus, Schilacci, etc. And then, and then Baggio came to Juventus. It, it was basically the, the only team. Then Sakis Milan took over the 90s. Yeah. Um, and, and, it, and now, since I've been back in Italy, Juventus has won like 10 in a row. Yeah. You know, now they, we've got, I think they've moved out of that uh, phase, which I'm, I'm happy to say. Now I think we're moving back to the Milan. Direction. Yeah, I don't know why Diabal is the captain if you take yourself seriously. That's why Ronaldo had to get out of there. So you guys aren't serious. Let me get the hell out of here. This guy's uh, poor man's Leo Messi. I'm out of here. Him and his hairstyles, Ronaldo said, forget it. <laughs> this ain't going to happen. But I just want to say something there. I don't know if you're aware of what you just said there. Uh, and it, uh, there was some pop from Senzo for a reason. You said a name, Skilach. Hey. So I don't know if you're aware, but in hey. every township, there's a Skilach. Every township team, <laughs> there's, there's a two names. If you're left-footed Maradona, if you, Skilachi, Skilachi. change game, Skilachi. Skilachi. There's a skill. I don't know if you're aware of that, but in every I, single I, hood team I, here, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, tell my man, dude. Like Mbulelos is telling you, like if you're left-footed, you are Maradona. No, Maradona. Maradona. <laughs> Maradona, and you wear the ten. Yeah. And then if you're right-footed or you're something else, you're Skilachi. Skilachi. But in, in every hood team, there's a Skilachi. What a player he was. What a player. Wonderful. I mean, what... and, and you don't get anything about him here anymore. It's you unbelievable. Know, it's, it's gone. He went to Japan. Um, you know, he's just living his life now, I guess. I don't know much about him, but in the 90s, he was the top scorer of, of the 90 World Cup. So he, he was loved. And he didn't do much after the World Cup either. Yeah. Like he, he blossomed like, like uh, almost like Paolo Rossi. Uh, hey, Paolo Rossi. He was a good player. Now you're tra- Hey, Italy had some players. Hey, guys, Sorry, man. man. Dimitro Albertini. I mean, these were these were. This was a different time for Italian oh, football. No. You you think of that that great? What a team that was. What, what what an era you had between eighty and and even two thousand. And I, I mean, obviously you had that. But that dude, do you know? Do you know? Do you know? Also, which- hey, sorry. You know who gets no credit? Who was an unbelievable player? Who? Right? Is the most fashion conscious human being on the planet. Nobody gives Roberto Mancini the credit for the quality of player he, he was. was yeah. and, and, you know, I, I went and I've been fortunate enough to go and watch exactly. Sampdoria live. And, and you see there is a bit of respect for him at Sampdoria. But what a player that guy was. Guys, but like, you, you actually even wonderful. going for him, guys. Wonderful player. You actually even going for him. Do you know what doesn't get... Look, he gets props, but he doesn't get enough, guys. Roberto Baggio, that guy... Baggio was something else as well. That ponytail, guys, come on. You can only do that when you're popping, guys. So, listen, Stefano, if you need to take a second to cry about 94, you can. But the great Roberto Baggio, um, I, I think that moment, because it was in America as well, and it was the first real World Cup that, you, you know, Americans go global immediately. So it, th- that's almost how Baggio is represented to the world. But people never really got to see what this animal was because he also moved a few clubs. So he's not really a cult hero Anyway, anyway yeah. but his quality was, my God. Uh, just, so I don't know if you want to have a second, uh, compose yourself. 94 happened. Obviously, you got over it. That's oh, fine. Oh, you won't get over it. One of my favorite players. Oh, thank you. One of my favorite players. Uh, did Badger play for, for Milan? Wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, did Badger play for Milan and Inter? Yeah. yeah. And Juve. And, and you, so he did the Polo. And Juve. Let's discuss that. <laughs> let's discuss that. Because let's talk about your AC Milan. Great transition there, right? 
Now, AC Milan, let's talk about the team now. And I, I do want to talk about Andrea Perlo okay. and how much you must regret letting him go, saying he's too old. And then he went to Juventus and him and uh, uh, who was uh, who was the other guy? Uh, it was him, Vidal, and Marquisio, Marquisio just went yeah. on to say, hey, okay, yeah, thanks, guys. I, we'll, we'll take care of this. But let's talk AC Milan. Uh, what are you thinking right now? Uh, Chalanelu obviously yeah. has stabbed you in the heart. Uh, you know, that guy. All right, take it away. You know what? <laughs> 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 uh, he's Turkish. What do you expect? Yeah, he's, he's a bunch of turkeys. Yeah, but what he, you know, the, the derby was about two weeks ago. He scored a penalty, um, and then he gave the fan the whole. Yeah, he yeah. Went to the Milan supporters, giving them really, really dis- disrespectful. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Uh, uh, you've made it. You've made a choice. You've gone to to Inter. Very happy for you. Uh, no need to, to take it to, to that level. But, uh, you know, we, we didn't lose that game. Uh, it was a draw. Um, they missed the penalty after that one, yeah. uh, which, which, was, which was incredible, La Tauro. Um, I'm very happy with the way the team's playing. Um, as we know, they haven't been doing well uh, in Europe. They haven't played in Europe for the past seven years, so it's, it's understandable. But uh, very positive uh, about the, the way that the team's going um, this season. I'm not going to talk about uh, Scudetto or, champ- or Championship yet. Still got a long way to go. Um, I think what's very interesting also is, you know, we're moving to uh, the, the mid-season, um, uh, what, what's, what's the, when they do the trading uh, in, in January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm a little bit nervous about that because... Why fix something that, that ain't broke, you know? And there's really a lot of talk about uh, chops and changes. KC wants to, wants to move out. Um, there's so many clubs' um, names that, that, are, that are being uh, mentioned. United, um, Spurs, Real Madrid. I don't know. We'll see. Potentially, they're looking at um, getting uh, um, Renato Sanchez to replace him, which I think would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it depends. I just hope there's not too many changes that will affect the, 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 the momentum that the team is running with at the moment. Because if they keep going like this, uh, it will be a good season. But now, Stefano, I mean, a, a lot of people don't realize what happened. Like, obviously, there was the, the, the ownership, the previous Chinese ownership. That didn't work out. And it's, it's been quite rocky for both Milan clubs. Is, what is it that's happened? Because, uh, like, my age group, we remember Carlo Ancelotti... And it's just like basically Champions League FC, right? If we're not in the final, <laughs> we're in the semi-final. Yeah. If not, Shevchenko is going to hit a 30-yard and Sierov's going to do something. Is What happened over the last six, seven years? Uh, maybe some people don't, because the Serie A is not on TV as much as obviously Premier League and stuff, but what happened? Okay, well, if I only talk about Milan, um, it's all down to our friend Berlusconi. Ah, the boss. He, he made the, the team of the 90s. He sold the team. Now it's owned by an American um, private equity fund. It's just business, okay? Um, so once once he moved on and the, the key players, the ones you mentioned uh, before, Albertini, etc., moved on, it really was um, a big change for, 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 for the Milan team. And they're only really, excuse me, recuperating now. Um, okay. And uh, uh, I think that was one of the, the, the main reasons. Um, I'm, I'm not sorry that it's, it's um, you know, the Berlusconi era it has ended, um, but uh, time to look forward uh, now. And, and I, I really think that they've got their head on properly 
and um, definitely moving in the right direction. That Cassie's some player, huh? Huh? Uh, uh, Cassie. Uh, yeah, Cassie's mm-hmm. the I don't rate him, man. You out on him? Too many mistakes, or? Yeah, and uh, really holding the team hostage. You know, one day it's eight million per 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 year, then the next day it's nine million per year. You know, uh, Lini, uh that you guys talk about often, he's the, the sport uh, director of sports. You know, he's he's basically put it on the plate. He said, you know, if you're going to stay with us, this is what we we pay. Otherwise, move out. Do you know the man? Someone else. Do you know I'm, the- I'm hoping for Sanchez. Do you know the guy is at 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 at, at Milan? It's Rebic. Reb- like, yeah. Re- Rebic, Rebic is like the him. guy. Rebic. 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 Yeah. yeah. He's the guy. Superb player that. Superb player that. I'm not happy that AC Milan are good because it means Inter are, are in big trouble. I, I, I'll be honest. Hey, Stefano, do do you have? Um, I don't know how, what your afternoons looking like. Are you supposed to uh, maybe get back to work and earn some some money for your family? I don't know if you've got. Do, do you have maybe 10, 15 more minutes uh, to to be with us, or do, do you have to run? Absolutely, I do indeed. You, you love to hear that. You love to hear that. Neil Kylander, who's not the Highlander. Very easy. <laughs> it's very easy to confuse that for a lot of people listening. He's just Neil Kylander. Says. So what's your feelings around managers wearing suits or tracks next to the field? Now, this is a huge question. And Neil, I'll tell you what, Stefano, we're going to get into this on the other side. Because when you were talking about um, beautiful Italian women cycling in nine-inch heels, I thought to myself, it makes sense. Because Roberto Mancini should actually be on a fashion model. But he also just took you guys to the title as Italy. So we're going to talk about that because it's a huge thing in football. Scott Parker started something. Because Mancini's the guy, right? Like, yeah, I, I Scott love Parker. Scott Parker. Guardiola started this, I think. Guardiola, come on, guys. We saw Mancini at the... Let's stop. Did you see him on... Did you see him over the weekend in the trench? Mancini. No ways. Mancini. No ways, guys. <laughs> Mancini's too... And did it look sick? It was probably tailored. All these friends with the spectacles are oh, done. done. Mancini's unbelievable. Like, in terms of... He, he, he doesn't have sweat glands. He doesn't have sweat glands. Because I saw in the Euros, his shirt is... Lily white, and I didn't see a patch for any for any man above the age of twenty five who's ever worn a white shirt in summer. And and how does he? I mean, there's even whoever irons his shirts is an expert because I can't get my shirts so so perfect. I mean, awesome, awesome. Probably has. I was more change. worried about what was going on the pitch in that game. I mean, <laughs> how can you not score against Northern Ireland? Yeah, but this is another. So, yeah, another listen, topic. a different subject. We'll talk about all of this. And much, much more with Stefano. Listen, Stefano sent me a shirt of a team that he hates. This is how good that's this guy sol- That's selfless. Eh? That, that's a person who says, hey. It's bigger than me. Stefano Battaglia. For all of you uncultured animals out there, it's not Battaglia. Now I'm saying that because I'm a hypocrite because that's how I said it first. Stefano Battaglia uh, will stick with us on the other side. The MKT Show. Central.com. If Italian ladies can cycle with high heels on, there's no reason a lady should be wearing pumps. If she's single. If you're married, ladies, we're not talking to you. This part of the show is not for you. Who am I to tell you what to do? But if you're a single lady, you're looking to change that. I'm telling you, pumps are standing in your way. Standing in your way. <laughs> I have to be honest. I mean, Stefano just told me this. I hate to say it, I don't even know what pumps are. Oh, oh. Are those ones that you can bend? (laughs) Sorry, guys. 
No, 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 no. I'm, I'm glad you jumped in there. Stefano, by the way, Stefano Battaglia with us um, all the way from Italy. Awesome guy. Sent me a shirt of a team he hates. It's just incredible. Just could be the most selfless man in the world. Is Now, pumps are those things that look like a little boat with a gap in it. Yeah, you, don't worry. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no Italian ladies are wearing that. No, not uh, even. No, they, 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 no, that's not. It's like very. It's a very South African, like no, American no, it's thing. Not, it's not South African. It's just like. It's you've given up land. Yeah. Don't wear pumps. The, that, like, and, and that and kitten heels. Those heels that are this big. I, please get what, the hell out of it. What's me. kitten heels? Google what kitten heels are. It's those heels that. Oh my goodness. The. The 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 angry middle aged lady ones. That that's what that's the one. And she's got the tight bun. You know that lady. We all know that lady who's kind of angry. Life hasn't gone her way. Her kids don't listen. She's got the man bun, or she's got the bun going here, and she's got those those thick heels. Because like it's it's terrible. Like it's the, those those shoes. So are don't true. wear those. And like if you wear those shoes, like I cancel you. Listen, the, it, I don't think this is sexist. Now, Stefano, this is not good for you because maybe now your lady is going to give you feet. Although she's Italian, she's on a bicycle in nine inch heels right now. Stilettos, so. mm. <laughs> boy. Yeah. So now. Um, I do want to get back to um, a, a bit of football, right? Is for us, for most of us, mm-hmm. it's the Premier League, right? It's the Premier League. Like the Premier League's all we do all the time. Um, sometimes by choice, but sometimes by the Premier League is everywhere and they put themselves everywhere. Is that sometimes it also gets lost in the different styles of football because the Premier League just has everything right now in terms of money, the coaches, uh, the PR and whatever. But for those of us who do enjoy watching a little bit for the uh, football, I just, at this stage, it, it is important for me to also be honest. When the Serie A fixes the camera work, because all the stadiums are too old, apparently, and that's why the cameras are all in terrible positions, more people will watch. But the football's never got, never been terrible. The one thing about Italy is... Yeah, no, the football the is football's not terrible. always on point. The coaching's always on point. It's the commentary. It makes yeah. you fall asleep. Yeah. Uh, oh, Stefano, maybe you have a connection within there. I, I don't know if you can get the guys uh, to get the camera angles right. But what's the difference, honestly, between English Premier League or English football and Italian football in your mind? And which do you enjoy more or less? For me? Okay, so um, I, I follow Italian football because it's drummed, it's drummed into my head. But, you know, having lived 10 years in London, I, I follow the, the Premier League as well. Um, Mulero, sorry about this, but I support Fulham. So just just on the other side of the, the river. <laughs> you, guys, guys, you guys are like this. We rivals. We rivals in terms of that as well. I, I mean, rivals or just the other team that's also in West London. <laughs> no, okay. Yeah, I mean, come on. But you you, you did send me a shirt, but I'm not going to be that. Nice. It's just the team. Now, I want to tell you something. <laughs> when I was very little, I used to play football quite seriously. And I've actually played at Craven Cottage. Let me just tell you, it's maybe the best well, change room. So you change in the old cottage, by the way. I don't want to start going around the whole history, but if you've watched the games before, if you actually look at the players walking out, there's literally a cottage there. Yeah, uh, so um, I've actually, yeah, and that change room is maybe the best change room I've ever been in, and I've played across Europe, and it is an incredible setting over there. Mm-hmm. By the way, people in Fulham very rich, oh, yeah. <laughs> very rich out there. It is the fashion capital. Hey, maybe that's why I get it, Italian guy. West London is the fashion capital. Now it's coming Milan together. Is... It's coming yeah. together. No. <laughs> How did you just I, wish, I couldn't afford Stanford Bridge tickets. Oh. <laughs> because um, I, lived, I lived in Fulham. Oh, uh, yeah. I lived in, in, in Putney. So oh, right. Middle South by, Africa. Um, and uh, exactly, exactly, with all the, with all the South Africans. And... Uh, 
you know, the Fulham tickets were actually much cheaper than the Chelsea tickets. So um, I started going to watch Fulham and I really enjoyed it. Wonderful stadium, as you say, a lot of history right on the river. Great. Small, yeah. but, but I think it's one of the oldest stadiums in London, if I'm not mistaken. No, it's a beautiful little Craven Cottage, absolutely awesome. fantastic. Awesome. No, but, but go ahead. I mean, you were, you were telling yeah. us about um, the difference between okay. English fo- and, and Italian football. The difference. So I enjoy them equally, okay? Um, in terms of, um, uh, I think also some kind of uh, culture uh, differences c- comes in. You know, um, I find in English football to be very um, honest, um, very uh, proud, uh, wonderful, always attacking. Italian football is, and I'm not saying that all Italians are like this, but, you know, let's look at the diving. Um, diving is, is not frowned upon yet. The, the point is you need to be able to get away with it. If you don't get away with it, it it's really considered you're, you're an idiot. Yeah. If, if, if it can push your team forward, and, and yes, you've been a little bit um, sneaky, yeah. and, but your team benefits from it, it's definitely not looked about. The guys it's, love it, eh? Um, well, in the UK, yeah, in fact, in fact, it, it's, it's almost, it's, you know, you, you're praised for that. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think that in general, Italy can, can be, be like that. Cut the, cut the corners, just don't get caught. Uh, yeah, but, but, but tell me this, do, do you think, I mean, I've read some articles, that's a really interesting thing, you, you know, um, continental Europe sort of embraces those the dark arts a little bit more than, you know, the British think they're pomp, uh, pompous and proper and that come on lads kind of attitude. I've read some articles and some thoughts around this is maybe this is what's holding England back. And you can kind of see England sort of embracing it a little bit more. I mean, Steven Gerrard, one of the biggest divers in the history of the Premier League. And that's James's favorite team. That's a real thing. Stevie G will take a dive. But do you think those the lack of the dark arts in English football perhaps is why they don't win? I've heard people kind of theorize this. Um, absolutely, uh, but it's it's a strong point, and it's something that I really appreciate about, appreciate about the, watching the English game. You know, it's it's uh, honest. Um, it just goes, you know, balls to the wall. Let's just play. Uh, in Italy, it's not always like that. You know, um, nil nils here are, are normal. Yeah, uh, and and they can be uh, quite quite boring. While while in England, um, ninety minutes for for me uh, pass pass quickly. Just really really enjoyable to watch. You know, you, you're going to see goals in Italy. Um, uh, I don't want to start talking about Catenaccio and that style of play, but um, you know, in in Italy, the point is not to lose. Do whatever you can not to lose. It, you know, uh, it's fine winning. You have to win, but the aim is don't don't concede goals because if you don't concede, you can't lose. Um, and it's just a different approach. To the same thing. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, you, you did touch on it there. And I, listen, a lot of us English fans do try and sound smart. Um, like every now and then we'll, we'll say, oh, the Catanaccio. And I, I think, I mean, for, for guys, I, I would like you to, to speak a little bit on that. Uh, you, you know, so for those who don't know, Catanaccio, really interesting thing. So it's called the chain. And it's a very, very interesting thing that uh, the methodology of... of and, and you put it so well. The aim is not to lose rather than go and, and hunt for the win. But the Katanacho, the chain, maybe you want to explain that. Sorry, uh, let, me, let me not take it away. This guy gave me a shirt. He hates the club. He, you know, maybe we should let him explain. Yeah. Ste- oh, Stefano, <laughs> I want to ask you something quick. Yes. I, I'm not sure if you know this, but a lady called Marlena was once possessed, right? 
And um, it was a bike. I remember, I remember that. Oh, you see, this guy's a G. You see, he's willing to admit, yeah. unlike James. No, no, wait, James, come on. Well, then beautiful, right? Uh, no, no, uh, Days of Our Lives, but you're in the ballpark. It's obviously it's the same time yeah. period for one guys. Of those things, no, yeah. it was one of those things that spilled yeah. over into each other. James, you see what a real man looks like. He's willing. Stefano's willing to admit that he knows about Days of Our Lives and it happened in his life. I remember her. No, but. James, we can't hear you. I mean, I, I can't hear you right now. James, we can't hear you. How about now? All right, yeah. So my mum watched no, it. Stefano, listen to this guy. He's not even willing to admit that he watched it and, and loved it. Guys, Stefano Demir is the guy. That guy's a terror. So that, that's what, that was my point. But James, you've got to be a real man. I mean, you see, Stefano's willing to admit he, he knows about So has anybody ever called you Stefano Demir? Just so you know, he was the guy who possessed Marlena, by the way. Do you remember <laughs> the terror him? terror I Salem. Uh, when I was in in, in South Africa, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> luckily, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Luckily, yeah. They, they've 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 moved on. Stefano yeah. Temer. Um, That's the boss of all bosses, bro. Yeah. So, Stefan, if you ever come back here, Stefano Damera, that, 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 that's who you are. But sorry, sorry, Stefano, you were about to explain the Catenaccio to us, but the Stefano Damera thing came to me. Sorry. So the Catenaccio concept is basically, uh, you know, one, once you're ahead. Just close the shop. Close. Don't let anyone get through. Pass the balls um, between between yourself. Keep control of the ball. Frustrate the other team, uh, and it, it worked. I mean, the Italian teams are, are famous about that. Quite boring to watch, uh, but definitely moving out of that um, that style of play in in, in this new generation. But uh, um, not that exciting to watch, but but effective, I think. Very effective. Uh, made famous by a guy called Arrigo Sachi. Now, when Sachi brought it to the world, he, he, he called it famously the door bolt, right? And I mean, listen, he had the, all that great talent. That does help. But hey, that Milan team, once Baresi, uh, once, uh, I mean, a, a young Maldini, uh, Carlo Ancelotti, once they decided this thing's over. Apparently the one season they only conceded 15 goals. No, listen. <laughs> I used to love Italian football back then and we used to get it in England. So, uh, I mean, Arrigo Sacchi, once, we know that team. I've read quite a few books about Sacchi because he's one of my heroes. At 1-0, we... we uh, no, no. We done here. Baresi puts the armband a little higher, a little tighter. <laughs> gets those shorts on. He tells Maldini, tuck in here, son. We done here. We got, uh, uh, what's it, the great Carlo Ancelotti. Uh, you also come sit here and then... It's over. Yeah, you guys up front. I mean, they they almost had everyone. You guys do what you do. Maybe just dribble everyone in the corner. It's one nil. It's done. Kind of like Mourinho when Chelsea, the the early Mourinho Chelsea. Remember, one nil meant the game was over. I mean, I, listen. Yeah. Imagine and that as well. Eh? Go, no, go ahead. Often, um, especially in in in, um, in in World Cups, you know, Italy would often show its uh, best football when they were one nil down. It's a good point. Because they had to chase, you know, always, always happened. When they went 1-0 up, then they would sit back uh, and, and absorb. It, it's style of play. One Italian but, guy. Uh, as a supporter, difficult. <laughs> yes. Also, it's not like Italy haven't had, like, incredible attacking players, yeah. you know? Like, Christian Vieri will never get the... the uh, listen, I know he's the arch enemy. But Christian Vieri will never get the glory just because he was born at a time when Nesta was playing, Maldini was playing it, you know what I mean? Cannavaro was there. Panucci was there. Cannavaro. <laughs> like, it was just a shutdown. Yeah. No, no it, it, was, it was a lockdown. But tell me this. Um, 
on on this um, sort of subject is we were talking about the difference is also something that I've noticed is is it an important thing what the kit looks like in Italy like we were talking yes. about it earlier have you seen Napoli's kit by the way Armani Armani are these guys kidding me Armani did you see the Halloween kit no like spider spider it, it, it has become it has become, and I think it's it's all down to just as it is in the UK. It's down to 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 merchandise um, and 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 selling. But uh, you know, there are some really fantastic kids out, out, out there now. I don't think it, it was that important years ago, but it really has become now. It's a, it's a fashion item, and uh, especially the kids they walk around uh, with with having having the latest top. And I've noticed also the third top, so the second away top, and the training. Training tops are, are even more popular than, than, than the main tops. Yeah. Swag. No, but it, Italy started this. Remember that Kappa, that tight Kappa one? Yes. Uh, they started it, like Euro 2000. Oh, that, 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 oh, yes, exactly. That kit was dirty, and then you got like the guys with the Alice Bands, Maldini in there with the long hair. You're like, nah, these, these guys didn't come to play football. These guys came, came here to model. To swag out. <laughs> they came to Mac out. Although this last Italian thing on the bench... Mancini started something. Guys, Mancini against Northern Ireland. That trench coat, guys, I'm still crying t- today. That guy, didn't, he didn't care about the football. He said, you guys are going to watch me. I've already won now. Let, 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 <laughs> you let guys me are watch me. It's, James got the graphic, it's guys. All like about that's swag. Oh. I mean, Stefano, talk us through this. This guy, is it's he... cold. How do they see Mancini in Italy, by the way? Like right now, is he, could, he just, uh, could he just push a baby off a bicycle and no one would care? <laughs> Love, loved. But looking at that photo now, I mean... He looks good. He's, he, he looks elegant. But honestly, this is pretty standard in Italy. People look really well. There's not a lot of uh, obese people. People um, eat well and looking good and uh, dressing well is really, really important. Yeah. Yeah. Now, people are cycling on a bicycle with heels. I mean, I think that tells you that they care. It's not just South African guys coming to work in slops, you know. So... Roberto Mancini, he even dyes a streak in his hair, by the way. That's how much he cares. I don't know if you've seen that, Stefano. I saw it. Are you sure it's dye? Um, I, I hope not. I hope it's not that vain. But, I think it's uh, just he, silver streak. I noticed it in the game the other day. I, mean, I think that's the look he's going for. I, I hope it's that. Perfect. It's absolutely perfect. And he is a winner. So I'm, I'm, I'm super glad um, he's, um, he's, what's it? He's beloved. Hey, Stefano, let me ask you this. Now that you live there, are you are you the guy now that's supporting Italy in the football and the rugby against us? Or, or, like, because that's kind of tough, right? You've been there long enough. I mean, you changed to Milan from Juventus, so you've already shown that you are very capable of switching like that. Are you the guy supporting uh, Italy in the football and the? And I, I mean, obviously, I don't know if you know, we're still pretty good at rugby. Well, uh, let's let's be honest. I mean. When, when the, the Springboks came here uh, in 2016, I, I went to Florence to watch them and I had my, you know, my, my green and gold on and I was walking around <laughs> like a peacock and they lost, guys. Oh, that they was, lost to Italy. That was Alistair Cotier days, eh? Yeah, it was Alistair. Oh, we're, trying, we're trying to block that part of our history. But yeah. Oh, so you were there now looking like a... Oh, no. Sorry about that. What happened yeah, then? Yeah, not, not, I didn't really enjoy that much. <laughs> no, I can't. Really. I can't. Only... <laughs> <laughs> so, so wait. Uh, but I, I didn't take it off. Eh? I left it on. No, you're, you're a real G. Let, let me ask you this. Like the Italian side of your family, obviously not your Italian side. You're Safa Italian. 
but your lady's side, is, is it a strong family bond? Is there lots of guys, lots of banter going on there? What's the vibe there? Do they rip you? I mean, that day must have been murder if they're serious about being Italian. <laughs> well, honestly, they weren't that bothered about the, the rugby. Even this, it's more, as of course, it makes sense that, you know, that, that there's more football. If, if South Africa had to beat Italy at football, then the whole country would, would talk about it. But uh, <laughs> it wasn't that much of, of a big deal. Luckily, thank goodness. Speaking of, did you see... Yeah, he got bribed. That ref got bribed. I mean, I'll say it. Did you see the Ghana-Bafana-Bafana game? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm gutted. You know? um, I, don't, I don't follow Bafana-Bafana uh, closely, but I'd love to watch them in, in, in the World Cup. You know? yeah. And um, really, really disappointing uh, what happened. I heard they're, you know, they're complaining. I don't know if it will do any, any good. Um, and I think what I, personally what I find annoying is why did they allow it to get to that point? Thank all you. All they had to do was, was, you know, okay, you got a penalty awarded against you and it, it happens. But the point, the fact that you got yourself to that position that you've been thrown out of, out of the, the tournament, um, kicked out of the tournament because you lost on, on a, on a non-penalty, it's, it's, uh, you're asking for trouble. So very disappointing. Uh, I was really hoping to, to, to see them in the World Cup again. Well, no worries. At least we've got load shedding, right? We were like, we don't need to see any of the World Cup. That'll, that'll, that, that's my only hope. I mean, it, it was terrible. And, but I totally agree with you. Like, hey, Bafana, maybe win the game early or just by the time we got there. Hey, Senza, we should have been... Yeah, no, no. But, as of, but now there's... Did you hear Danny Jordan saying there was a spike in betting and uh, it's a fix and sake. all that? And they've, they've lodged like a proper complaint to FIFA. And FIFA acknowledged that, yeah, we found it. Um, we've received your complaint and then they're like, yeah, gonna have till 20 November to respond and that's yeah, just weird. But like, there, there are bad decisions in football as much as, I mean, two. Did you see the, the offside? Bruh. And maybe our penalty, I mean, obviously I am a South African, so I will shout for us, but you get bad decisions in games. Like, I, I totally agree uh, with you on, on that one. So are you into the rugby or you kind of just, you're just a football guy now? Absolutely. It's the first time we play in England um, since, since the World Cup. Hopefully we can, we can uh, pump them in their own house. Yeah, that's, hey, that's it. We, we're on a roll. Hey, listen, a, a guy you may or may not know, Flip Van Amava, I think, will be going to that. He's going to every game now. He's just like a bouncer-looking dude who's actually a liaison and obviously working with the bigwigs at all the games. That's his thing. That's what he, he's up to. So maybe you'll see him there. Give him a fist bump. Tell him uh, you're a big fan of, of the show as well. So did, um, you, you ever see the... Do you know Flip? I don't know. Maybe you guys meet up in Italy and, and France and you guys... I don't, I don't know what you mean. No. He's crazy, that guy. No, not, not personally. He's, not he's personally. crazy, that guy. Absolutely <laughs> crazy. He's, he's mental. The NBA guy. To just it's a, break, a big break. He's the guy you guys speak to on... on... On Fridays, yeah, on the on the long lunch. That's it. That's that's exactly who he is. Yeah, he's got he's got an MBA now, so he won't stop shoving that down our throat. It's it's just incredible. He went to Cambridge, so not just a pro rugby player. Went to Cambridge as well. That guy, just unbelievable brainiac, and he's gonna punch you in the face. He once came in the studio, we, like blocked all the lights. He's massive. He's six foot five, six five, and he, like minus two percent body fat. Like just incredible. Like an athlete. Just you you know some guys have extra muscles. He's got extra muscles everywhere. His, his muscles have muscles. Yeah, his hands are the size of a small boat. 
just huge. Of a dinghy. Yeah, yeah, a dinghy. That's Australian. That's uh, that's James's dream lady. What's her name? Yeah, I, mean, there, I don't think we, we you know, as as normal mortals, we, we don't understand uh, the physical, um, the physicality of, of some of these guys. I remember in London, um, I, I was in a coffee shop and Bobby Skinstead was there. He was huge. I, I didn't think it was him. I mean, how can someone, his, he was wearing flip-flops and his, his feet were, were huge. You know, he actually gave us tickets that day. To, he was playing for the, the Barbarians. Uh-huh. So um, that, that, was, that was a lot of fun. He's a Hilton guy. So winter rubber school, right? Uh, he's a Hilton guy. He is going to be great to you. Because <laughs> winter rubber school. That's just what comes out of there, you know. Top top class gents. Oh, what he plays for the Barbarians, and he went to yeah, okay, cool. yeah, Bach winner. I mean, uh, what's it? Uh, the day Saint, Saint David's producer uh, a rugby World Cup winner. Will, a guy that doesn't interact. No, did he, did he, does he have a World Cup title or not? Does Where, he interact? Where's the Saint David's guy? Panting every time he scores a try. There's absolutely zero Saint da- zero Maris brothers guys. I'd even go that far as to say, and he was the captain of the second team as well. No big deal. Jake said he was a big part of winning. Bob Skinster, shout out to Bobby and his tongue. You know, <laughs> did he do the tongue? Tundra. Always does that, right? <laughs> I didn't ask him, but I'm sure he did. Breaking news from Gary L. Smith. Now, I don't know if others... I Smith could be AI Smith, might be a bot. Um, on Twitter, he says, Ghana FA respond to South Africa allegations, highlighting misleading info from Team SA before and after qualifier statements, paint Team SA as unprepared for the game and seeking to deflect attention. Statement acknowledge. Uh, statement also acknowledges FIFA letter. Yeah, I mean, come on, guys. Like, let's move on now, you know? But, like, what are FIFA supposed to do? Like, <laughs> what are FIFA going to do? Like, Because the problem we're, now... We're going to investigate and then what? Yeah, the, the problem now, it's kind of like, if you... Yeah, James, this situation never happened to you. You, um, or Stefano, I don't know if you have any siblings. You're Italian, probably big family. I mean, that's a bit of a stereotype. Only child. Oh, what? Strangely. Wow. For an Italian family, that is a shocker. I mean, that's a stereotype as well. Might be a little bit racist. Let's quickly move on because a lot of people have accused me today. All the guys in the studio have said, (laughs) I want to tell you something, right? You know that situation, or you won't know, Stefano, but we'll know. James, you ever had that situation? You're playing with your brother. You get a little bit frustrated. You push him into the door, cracks his head, and now you've got to get a hold of your little brother and say, do not tell mom. I'll give you whatever you want or whatever. Don't but that's how I managed the situation with my cousin. You no. Know, well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you broke your cousin's arm. That was intentional. We've established that. But James, you had that situation where you, you get a little aggressive because you're bigger than your brother, bumps the door, and now he's bleeding. Um, I, I was that little brother. <laughs> oh, so you're... Are you saying Tristan used to... Wow, this is a weird way for it to come out. Uh, family drama. Okay, cool. So what, your brother used to bully you, basically, is what you said. Not really bully me. He was just being an older brother. Yeah, and then he, what he'd tell you, do not say a thing. Yeah, what yeah, do you like, want? Don't say anything and I'll give you whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's kind of this situation with Bafana Bafana, right? Like, what do they expect FIFA to do? To come home and but, but kiss their little it's, knee it's, better? It's part of like FIFA's job to, to have to like investigate this kind of stuff. Investigate? Then what? what? Then what happens? But no, what I'm saying is, surely it's part of their job to have to investigate... Uh, what would the word be? Do not like, the uh, follow due process. Well, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, do not. Surely do, it's kind of part no, the, of your job. No, due process is don't go and lose or don't go and draw to Ghana. Do not, do not it is. Or lose, yeah. Do not it is. Do you know what? This is the equivalent of we strongly condemn the racist remarks made against. That's what. <laughs> now I I would get the PR people to get strong up front early. Um, 
football is the winner at the end of the it's day. Um, we strongly condemn. You know, you get to write it, Stefano. I've actually got it. The person who writes the speeches for beauty queens, where they make sure that they don't leave out world poverty. <laughs> you know what I mean? You do that. You don't even world answer peace. the side. Yeah. Hey, what's the one? World peace. World peace. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what FIFA should do to South Africa. Yeah. We care about world peace. Uh, we hope that football can continue to represent everyone, you, you know, in every nation. And, you, you know, don't wear pumps, obviously, is a message FIFA should be getting out there. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'd say. Yeah, let's be honest. It's, it's, it's not going to make a- any difference. No, it's not. Well, are we going to replay Ghana? No. So, I, I don't see the point. But having said that, Italy's got it tough as well. Eh? Now... They've really made life difficult for, for themselves as well. Let's quickly talk about that because Paulo Diaz... And Portugal. Yeah, I was going to say, Paulo Diaz, who's also an Iberian guy who's on the show, very Portuguese guy. Now, what happened? Can you imagine the current Euro, the last two Euro champions not going to the World Cup? What are people saying in Italy? Yeah, that's shocking. Uh, very, very disappointed. It, it's incredible how just over, when, when was the final? In about July? Yeah. So, so not even six months ago, um, how, how things have, have deteriorated. Um, I'm, I'm, I hope they qualify. If they don't qualify, it, it's, re- it's really embarrassing. But even there, exactly like the final, they should never have been in that situation. You know, you, yeah. you need to qualify um, as, as, as soon as possible. Uh, also, when I watched the game on Monday, very, very disappointing. Very They've really made life hard for themselves now. Hey, Stefano, you, you, you've been awesome, man. And I, I just want to ask you before you go, what do you do for a living? I mean, what are you, what are you up to? How, how, how do you spend your time in, in Milan? Maybe we should just finish off on that. Because thanks so much, by the way, for taking... Firstly, thank you for the shirt. Because I, I genuinely, I was stunned when that, when that shirt came in. Like, that's awesome that we make a difference in your life yeah. and you, you, you enjoy the show. I hope we, we can continue to bring you laughs and joy. But what do you do in Italy? Uh, what's the vibe there? Okay, so um, work-wise, nothing that exciting. I'm, I'm in, I'm in, in, in banking, in investment banking. Cool. Um, I've been working at home um, most for the last two years because of the whole COVID smart working thing, um, which has <laughs> which has changed uh, my lifestyle. Not only mine, I think I think everyone's. Um, but uh, sorry, what was that the question? Uh, so that's that's what I do in terms of, of work. I, yeah. I prefer not to mention the, the name of the the bank, but it's one of the bigger banks here, here in, in, in Italy. Um, and besides that, uh, you know, as, as I said at the beginning of the show, we, we're moving now in, into the winter season. Um, I won't be skiing, but, but the family will, so we'll be <laughs> definitely heading uh, to to the slopes, which are, are really close by um, and very, very, very much appreciated here um, in, in the land. We really have have everything on our doorstep. And you're happy with your family, like everything for now. I mean, no, nowhere in the world's perfect, but you, 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 you like, you're safe, your kids are safe, and, you, and you're having a good time, huh? It's a, it's a great place to live, really. I mean, it's, you've got the, the best of both worlds. Weather's good, food's good, um, close by to everyone. And you know, with, with um, uh, technology today, I can really keep. Um, keep updated with what's, what's going on in SA. I, I listen to you guys on a daily basis. I, I listen to Gareth Cliff. Um, you know, I also, you know, it, it's really easy to, to understand and, and keep, keep updated with what's going on in SA. So I, I appreciate that as well. Where are you guys you know, going skiing? Um, so we'll go to, um, you mentioned Chervinia, I think. So we'll go 
first um, there because it's fairly close to Milan, mm-hmm. uh, and then late in the year we'll go uh, on the Dolomites, which is absolutely incredible. I hope that's um, glacial up there, huh? Far from Milan, but wonderful, one, yeah. really, really beautiful. It doesn't even feel like you're here in Italy. You know, it's it's ex Austria, so um, it's it's, uh, it's it's wonderful. There. The Dolomites are fantastic. So that's awesome. And I mean, they got the glacial skiing up there. Uh, I stand to be corrected. I've never been there, but I know there's the glacial stuff up there in the Dolomites. Yeah, they do. And, you know, the, the off-piece stuff is, is huge there. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, the cross-country skiing, is, it's wonderful. Uh, really, really big. Um, and those areas are great in the summer and, and in the winter. Uh, yeah. The, the Dolomites and, and um, South Tyrol, wonderful holiday place. So, so not, expensive, but, but cool. Yeah, I mean, listen, you, you get what you pay for. Uh, um, tell me this, you, but you're like, hey, you guys get that. Kind of smart on your part. I just thought about it as an investment. Um, you're in the investment space. You're probably working, what, 23, 24 hours a day anyway. So you're like, okay, you guys get the hell out of here. I'm going to have a glue vine and get straight back to work. I'll see you in 15 minutes or 15 hours or however long. That's so smart. So <laughs> smart. Plus, it's a lot warmer inside. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Smart, smart working. Stefano. Do, do a meeting or two and then hit the slopes. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Stefano, you, you're, you're awesome, dude. And I hope you continue to support the show. And, and thank you so much for supporting the show, bro. And I hope Italy, most important, I think we've all realized in lockdown, at least for me, let me not speak for you. Um, family is the most important thing. And, and if your family is content, I mean, listen, we all have to work, make a living. Um, so I just want to say at this stage that I appreciate you for what you did in setting the shirt because you'll never know how much that means. Um, why I do this show and I'm trying to get the guys to, to, to get on board with this is that our, our aim is to make people smile. Even if it's just for five minutes a day, if you listen to our show and you smile, that, that's mm-hmm. enough for us. So, so thank you so much for the shirt and, and, and long live to you and your family. That's all I, I think that matters at the moment is our loved ones are okay and safe and, and we can get back to some form of normalcy if we can. So thank you very much. But I also wish you and your family the absolute best, definitely. I, I appreciate it and uh, you're, you're, you're most welcome I mean it was really just a small gesture just to say thank you and thank you for the opportunity of, of being on the show I've never done anything like this before and it, and it was uh, it really great to, to spend some time with you guys and I'll keep listening well ladies and gentlemen that's uh, Stefan at the map Stefan you're the best pal keep it real out there yeah, that guy's cool. yeah. have a good one thanks a lot guys down to Really down to it. He's cool, huh? Yeah, Ciao. Really He's keeping it real. No. Nah, no, no gimmicks, no nothing. You know what I mean? I'm not. This is me. Okay? Just a gin. Yeah. Solid oak, yeah. It's a South African thing, though. Like, South African oaks, as we give ourselves a hard time, but like, most South Africans are just solid oaks. Yeah, they are. They, and dudettes. And what's the. What's the female for oak? Betty. Betty. J- James. James, you're South African oak. I think Betty might have. Uh, some connotations yeah do you know what the lady version of oak is the lady version of oak is yeah like you're an oak gang James you're Liverpool oak yeah um you don't know I, I, I said Betty you said what Betty yeah I, I said Betty over there do you mean not. like what, what do like girls call each other no well just like generic like oak isn't what all blokes call each other but you know if you say oak oh that's a South African oak like, well, is it, there isn't a lady one. Is that a bit uh, sexist? Someone's whispering in my ear. This is not my line. All right. Um, someone's saying bird. That's a bit British. It's British. It's not. It's not ours. That's not ours. 
That's that's not wrong actually because my grandparents who are super British use the term bird. Quite no, I know, I know. Yeah. I, I lived in England. You, you don't have to tell me. Yeah. It's very British. Yeah, I just thought we'd have Okay. Yeah. Alright, well, there's James not helping anyone. So you know, there's Stefano and there's James. Yeah. Go figure. Yeah. There you have it. Alright. If you are joining us for the first time and you caught the end there, that was James not helping anybody. Now don't be shocked by that. That's a regular occurrence. But James will do graphics, huh? Just another Thursday, really. <laughs> You'll graphic the whole lot of a lot of things. He's good at graphics, though. You are good at graphics, James. You, you're good at that stuff. Thank you. Moving, grooving, creative. Vibing. Vibing. Nice. It's the MKT show. We've been vibing. Sensitive, good stuff. Likewise, Stefan. Stefano Temera. That guy joined us from Italy. That's his name now. He has to change Temera. his surname. I don't think it's unreasonable for us to expect him to change his surname. Just so I can say, <laughs> my mate is... Stefano Temera. Stefano. Stefano who? Nice. Demera. Yeah. What? The one who was Marlena? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly sure. <laughs> Stefano Demera. Exactly. Love. Senzo. Good stuff. Yes, to the boys in the back. Great stuff. To you at home, I hope you have the greatest day you've ever had in the history of your days that you've ever had. It's the MKT Show. Uh, and for now, we are the hell out of here. Hey, what's happening? It is your hostess of the mostest, MKT here uh, from the infamous MKT show, live on Cliff Central Sport on YouTube. Catch myself and many other passionate sports fans, enthusiasts, uh, maniacs, live on YouTube every day from 12 till 2 p.m. Central African time and from 3 to 5 live on the Cliff Central app, cliffcentral.com, or wherever you may consume Cliff Central's content. In case you missed the live stream, the MKT Show is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget, like, share, subscribe. Be a friend, tell a friend. If you're joining us for the very first time on YouTube, hit that button. The button is below. Get involved in the comment section. This is Mbulelo Kaele Tutinta, and I approve this message. Yes, you can. Cliffcentral.com